You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Danny fucking Holloway! (laughs) What's up, Miss Lady? Uh, not much. Just chilling. Thank you for coming here. You are my saving grace right now. Why is that? Because I have not had a girl on in, I think, 12 episodes. The last girl I had on, she was episode number two. Her name's Iris Hollenbach. Mm-hmm. And then I think she was episode eight, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest have just been guys. Every single one of my podcasts and send has just been a sausage fest. And I had great conversations with them, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's really nice to switch it up, get some estrogen in the room, like talk to a woman, you know? <laughs> talk to a woman yeah i'm sure you need a little bit more talking to a woman i do yeah it's it's just been sausage fest the whole time yeah <laughs> you should get taylor on here too I'm sure she'd i probably will get taylor on here mm-hmm. because we kind of did a podcast last time we all hung out we just didn't record it you know yeah. we just we we got into some deep stuff there which is fun yeah for sure yeah so before the podcast, we were talking about Pride Month, so mm-hmm. so so let's jump into that. Okay. I think Pride Month is a fucking business scam, mm-hmm. and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And you know, for people listening that want to pull the you know homophobic card, just hold your horses, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely support uh, LGBTQ people. I love everybody. I just think it's a scam. For the past couple of years, there's been these businesses that pretend that they are for LGBTQ. And, and what I mean by that is that they just take their company logo, they put the pride logos in there, and then they just say they're for everyone. And I just think some, some of it's true, but I think some of it's complete bullshit because I think it's just a business scam where they're trying to get uh, LGBTQ people to buy their products. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. Like, there's so many companies, like, like I said earlier, I went to the mall today and... There were so many people that just had their pride flags and everything all over their stuff and all over the um, windows. So people will walk in because they're like, oh, these people actually support like people that I relate to or whatever. And it's just really obnoxious because they are just weeding in people and then not using that money to like give to the LGBTQ community, like um, organizations or literally anything that could like actually benefit other human beings they're just doing it for their own benefit exactly and i'm just really aggravated by it because what i think pride month should be it should essentially that's what it was before everything became about business Mm -hmm. what i think it should be is allowing people in the lgbtq actually i okay i want to get this right because i don't want to like butcher any terms or anything Mm -hmm. isn't there a couple more letters to it now is it ia plus but like i know i'm pretty sure the a is like asexual so i'm pretty sure that they added more letters to it but like 
honestly, I don't know. It's really confusing. So it really is, and I just I don't, I don't remember what the I stands for, but I'm pretty sure it is IA plus. Okay, I thought so. So anyway, what it should be is allowing these people to express who they are, or come out, or just tell their story of what it's like, you know, to be in their shoes. Mm -hmm. And I think the news does a great job of this. At least I think. I don't watch the news anymore. Mm -hmm. So what I see is basically on social media is just these companies, you know, turning their um, logos into pride colors and just saying, we're for you. But mm -hmm. they don't do anything after that. They don't maybe tell a story or maybe outline a worker that is working for that company that is a part of the LGBTQIA community. Mm -hmm. It's just all right, it's Pride Month, and here are our new products, right? Mm -hmm. Or they only use that stuff for this month and then don't use it for the rest of the year. Like exactly. saying that they support these people throughout the rest of the year. Exactly. It's it's really sad because, I don't know, I'm not a, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but from what I can tell from the past couple of years is that it's just all about money now. Yeah. I think maybe before that it was about, okay, well, here's – Here's people that work for our company that are in the LGBTQ community, and they're sharing our story with us today. Mm -hmm. I, I should really watch the news because I think, because <laughs> I think I remember like back in 2015, I saw it, it was like June 15th, and you know Nine News or someone was covering the Pride Parade, and they were asking all these people like, what does it mean to be gay, straight, or not straight because they're not a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> gay, bisexual, trans, lesbian, all that, right? Mm -hmm. And it was really authentic because you got to kind of experience what they felt like and what they went through and where they are now, mm -hmm. regardless if they're proud of it or not, or it was hardships or easy ships. I think that's great because, you know, out of the other 11 months, they just kind of blend in, you know, mm -hmm. which is also, I don't think that's a necessarily bad idea, you know, because there's a couple of people in the LGBTQ community that I know that came out, but they just didn't want any attention. And they, they want to go towards this place where coming out shouldn't be a big deal anymore. It should just be natural, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's how it should be with any sort of minority. Like the same thing with the Black History Month. Like people plaster Black History Month all over their posters and stuff like that. Like businesses and stuff. And really we should just normalize all of everyone. We should. Like, yeah, we should normalize it all. And then when the month June comes around, we celebrate them. Yeah. Like even straight people going to pride parades. I love seeing that. That's awesome. That's support. the best way to support somebody, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just should be supported all the time. Exactly. For everyone. Exactly. So here's another problem, though, that... I can kind of, this is where I play the other side of the ball because I can kind of see why businesses do this. Because if you don't show your support and you don't maybe show those colors in your logo, then you're going to get canceled or you're going to be called homophobic. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I think about this all the time because it sucks. Yeah. Bus like businesses like Nike, Under Armour, I mean, these, these are just the ones that I'm mainly accustomed to. I'm sure American Eagle and other things. Other companies are doing it too, mm -hmm. but they're they're in a bind right now. Like, what what do you do? Do you not, you know, show your support in every way you can, or do you just pretend like everything's normal, right? Well, the thing is, is it is a business strategy, but on top of it, they also need to, like, 
if they do have that support, then they obviously need to show it. Exactly. And if everyone else is showing it, then it's kind of like a chain reaction thing. So it's really just you have to look at it in every direction. Exactly. So if someone, if you like, and that's with any problem. Like if you're looking at something, like you really hate this person or whatever, and then you have to like look at the inside of that, see how they feel, whatever. It's it's the same kind of thing. You just have to look at every layer of every problem that you see. Exactly. So if you're like negatively looking at something, you have to look at where they're coming from, and that's the best way to understand like people with different views from you. I agree. And that's with everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, one thousand percent. I think one of the best ways to do that is sometimes documentaries. Like they do this mm-hmm. with Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I think they should do it with Pride Month a little more. Like have it doesn't have to be a documentary. It can be like a fictional story, and it can be one of those hardcore ones where. I actually did watch this documentary last year, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was on Hulu, and this girl was Mormon, right? And she figured out she was bisexual, and her parents completely disowned her, put her in conversion therapy for like 90 days, and it was just the saddest story ever. Mm -hmm. You see someone, she she didn't even want to be bisexual at first, because, you know, she's a hardcore Mormon, Mm -hmm. She, she damn well knows the code, so it was just so tough for her. To see her finally accepted. And then for her to tell her parents and then just the immediate click of like, we're putting you in conversion therapy, you got to get out of the house for 90 days, is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And then, the spoiler by the way, <laughs> this is such a spoiler, but I wish I remember what the show was called because it was so good. I almost shed a tear because I think about it this way. Like, what if that was one of my kids, right? Mm-hmm. That... Just, was just struggling with his or her sexuality or gender. And, you know, it takes so much courage, because I hear these stories all the time, it takes so much courage to even tell your parents, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what they're going to say, regardless mm-hmm. if they're religious or not. Because being, you know, gay, bisexual, lesbian, trans, all that stuff, it's, it's fairly new, and it's fairly new to be accepting, mm-hmm. which is so sad. It really is, but that's just... That's just the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So to see her finally work up the courage and, you know, just get sent off and her parents saying, like, we're, we're disowning you until you change your ways, it's just so heartbreaking. Yeah. I don't know. I, so there's these people on YouTube. Um, they're, like, very, very religious. They're, like, Bible YouTuber people. And this lady, like, they didn't even kiss until they, like, got married. Like, when they said their vows and, like, kissed each other. That was their first kiss. But the husband went through conversion therapy. Like, he thought that he was gay when he was younger. Oh, really? And they never talk about it, but, like, other YouTubers have talked about this guy and how he went through, like, literal trauma just trying to convert him back to being heterosexual, in quotes. Oh, goodness. Like, if you have any ounce of thinking that kind of way then you're at least curious exactly it is so terrible to have to like go through conversion therapy just to like fit in this box that like society makes you fit into right well i think it's only been i think it's even been less than a decade or maybe it's been more but it's been less than a decade yeah that like um gay marriage has been legal i'm pretty sure right well what about conversion therapy that didn't get banned until because i was in the documentary but i 
I cannot remember what time it took place. has been going on for so long. And yeah. And it's legal in a lot of states still. Yeah, it is. So, like... And, yeah, the fact that we're just now making it illegal is just bananas to me. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> bananas. <laughs> B-N-N-A-N-S. Yeah, it's... It was such a moving documentary. She even tried to trick her parents into thinking she was straight. She she was putting on a show. She was like a... She deserved like an Emmy just for pretending yeah. that, you know, she was straight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, her her parents found out like she was getting together with this girl and it, it was just so bad. Yeah. And it's just so sad to see because what if that was... What if that was me? What if that mm-hmm. was one of my children, you know? Good thing you're not Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, not to insult the Mormons, but, oh my god. <laughs> it's just... Well, what do you do it's about tough. that, right? Because you have this you have this book that's over 500 pages that is called the Bible. Yeah. And it has your basic moral code in it. Uh-huh. And I'm religious, so mm-hmm. this is something that I like to follow. It doesn't mean I always follow it. Mm-hmm. But I also... I'm Christian, so I'm not... To Catholic or Mormon and I know they're kind of more extreme with it yeah you know so but still I don't understand the whole being homophobic thing if that makes sense okay so I was raised Christian I went to a Christian school right up until my I was nine so like fourth grade and then I switched over to public school where I met you <laughs> <laughs> right um, so that entire thing is I I don't know. How they taught me was so hardcore and terrifying to where I questioned my belief. I still question it. Like, I questioned it for 10 years afterwards. And, I don't know. Even one time, I was in literally second grade. Like, I was, what, um, seven? Is that second grade? I don't know. But I went up to my teacher and I asked her if God was real and she told me that Satan was like worming around in my head. I remember it being way more traumatizing. Really? A second grade teacher? Yeah. She told me that I had Satan in my head. That's kind of extreme to tell a second grader. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, I don't know. I remember telling my parents about that. They got triggered, whatever. And even my grandparents are super religious. They've given me religious things and my parents didn't like that. So they've always been really accepting over, like, what I want to believe in until I told them that I didn't believe in God anymore. Yeah. And that was when I was, like, 14. And they, like, pretty much disowned me for a couple months because they were like, you can't say that, whatever. And I totally understand where religion is coming from because it's a hope for the afterlife and, like, having a belief that someone started it all, like, started everything. But there's so many parts of the Bible that just do not um, benefit in our society now because that was written thousands of years ago. Sure. So, like, I don't know. You have to take the Bible with a grain of salt. Like, all of them are, like, figurative stories. Like, they were told by word for hundreds of years and then finally written down. So, obviously, I'm not going to say obviously, actually, because people genuinely believe in these stories, but, like, all of my friends are religious Except for my boyfriend, he's not religious, but, like, Gabby, Taylor, Clay, they're all super-duper religious. And Clay thinks of it in such a scientific way, and he's so smart about it. And, like, every single story that you read in the Bible is just genuinely, like, a miracle that someone experienced. And then someone, like, passed it on as, like, a 
a tale. And that's how stories are told. And that's how stories are told, because they're supposed to be entertaining, they're supposed to be remembered, and stuff like that. So, you kind of just have to, like, have faith in something happening when you die, and something that brought you into this world. And that's what I believe religion is. Everyone believes it differently, obviously, but, yeah. Exactly. So, if you really do practice the Bible, and you... Mm -hmm abide by it so much but you still believe in like homophobia like don't you think you should live how they lived back then because a lot of people are like well back then there was no such thing as homosexuality and i was like well you know everything's different now so i'm just saying like if you do want to be that person go ahead but i think you should be completely abiding by the bible where there should be no you should basically be amish you should have no phones, no technology, because you're not abiding by the you're Bible. You're not even allowed to wear more than one item of clothing. Exactly. Because that is a sin. <laughs> but, so I've also heard um, how it was translated from, like, when it was translated from its original text yeah, to like now. Yeah, like Hebrew to English um, and stuff. There was a section that said that a man should not lay with a man, but people keep, like, going back to the original text and translating it more, and it was more or less translated to a man should not live with a child like a little boy like pedophilia i i you know i know that verse it's like levictions 18:22, i think mm -hmm. but i do you know if that's the original one because that's because that's, that's true yeah i don't know if that's true either but i have seen it on parts of the internet saying that was a part of it yeah, but i, I know, know that homophobia is definitely just stemmed from people's hatred sure. and that's not what the bible is about exactly like, you shouldn't, like, even if you go onto a college campus, there's always people, like, standing out there saying that all gays are going to hell. Like, a bunch of shit like that. And it is so toxic and terrible for your own mental health to just go around and hating on people. More or less than, like, going and tell, like, hating on people themselves. Like, I'm sure that they hate themselves way more than they hate you. Exactly. Or but, I don't know. In the Ten Commandments, I know that there's a bunch of different things going on in there, but the it's just you need to love your brethren, your people. Exactly. Like, you shouldn't be a dick. Like, just don't be an asshole, and you will be fine. Like, you shouldn't be going around, like, standing all tall when you're an asshole to every single person that you don't agree with. Here's my take. Um... Even if you're homophobic, mm -hmm. what's the big deal if someone else is? I don't get it. I can maybe try to level with you mm -hmm. if it's someone that you're really close with, like maybe your parents mm -hmm. or your son or your daughter. I can level with you a little bit, but only for like a small amount of time because yeah. that's that's a hard thing for someone to tell you. Yeah. So I think you do at least deserve a grace period to process it mm -hmm. and stuff. But after that, I I just don't get it. Because there's so many, like, homophobic people that have, that don't even know one homophobic person in their friends or family. It's just random people out there. Yeah. And I'm just like, they are not affecting you. Yeah. Them getting married, them having sex, them being together and kissing is not affecting you in one bit. Mm -hmm. And you know what is just so ironic is funny is that they're wasting so much time and energy just trying to be as homophobic as possible. And it's really just not doing anything. You're not putting a dent in anything. I like to say this all the time. All of our opinions do not matter. We're not going to change a lot unless we all group together and fix something. But that's very unlikely to happen. Exactly. So if you're going around 
being an asshole to everyone. Like, that's just, you just have so much hatred in your soul, and there's no way that God is going to accept you over some guy that likes men. Exactly. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. And I applaud, like, for the people that are listening, like, please show me, like, where the homophobia is in the Bible. Because mm-hmm. I don't see it besides the one we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But that says a man should not lie with a boy, as in pedophilia. That mm-hmm. says nothing about being homosexual. So, mm-hmm. again, me being a Christian, I actually want to learn because I want to yeah. know. Because I'm I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know the Bible page to page. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just a load of crap because mm-hmm. I don't. I just know a little bit about it. I know some verses. I know some stories. I know Genesis. I know Revelations. Everything in between kind of gets foggy unless it, you know, pertains to Christmas or Easter, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Which is why I actually really love the church I'm going to. It's Mm -hmm. called Storyline, and it teaches, like, stories in the Bible. You're basically learning the Bible, but also, yeah, through stories and stuff, and it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. That's what I wanted. It's supposed to be taught. Exactly. Because it is a story. Like, the Bible is a story. A bunch of stories. Exactly. That all direct itself towards God and Him existing and, like, Um, so I had this conversation with Gabby and Clay, like, I want to say two weeks ago, and Clay was telling me that he thinks of God as the person who started the universe, because obviously, like, the Big Bang, if you want to think of it in a science way, that had to be started by something, because in physics, everything has to be started from something. Mm -hmm. So his idea of a God is someone who started that ball, like, created created the rolling of all of it so i don't know there's a there's so many ways to think about what he is like even if you believe in adam and eve like how i think of it is adam and eve are just like the first recorded people who told their stories and then they transferred it on generations and it's the same thing with noah the same thing with paul whatever and yeah it just doesn't make sense that people sit there and nitpick every like what parts of the Bible that they want to believe in because why don't you believe in the positive aspects of all of it instead of sitting here hating on certain types of people sometimes I think the people that are like that have way more inner demons that they're showing to mm-hmm. the world you know I do think there's not always an underlying purpose but mm-hmm. sometimes I do think it's that way where they maybe have their own inner like maybe they think they have like maybe they have like gay thoughts and that's mm-hmm. why they're doing this you know mm-hmm. other reasons I just I just don't know um just dwelling on something like that is just not going to change anything and it's just it's not worth the effort because mm-hmm. Honestly, in your lifetime, you're probably going to change, like, three people's minds. Sure. Ever. Like, you have your own moral code from your own experiences that no one else has ever experienced. Like, everything that I've gone through, you couldn't even imagine. Because, like, I can't nitpick every single thing that I've gone through and try and explain it to you. Exactly. And no one can go to someone and be so hateful towards them in any aspect, even if it's homophobia, if it's, like, I don't know, they don't like what you're wearing. Like, okay, I'm going to, like, backtrack for one second. I had this conversation with my grandma. She was talking about how women these days don't have respect for themselves because of what we're wearing, and that that's why women get raped and stuff like that. So 
it's it's like the same sort of idea as they nitpick certain parts of the Bible and choose that to believe in, like modesty, homophobia, or like saving yourself for one man. Mm-hmm. Because men, like back then, could go and have sex with whoever they wanted, but a woman had to stay pure to find a suitor. And yeah, that's right. like the same mentality that the Bible brings into like now now time now now times <laughs> sure whatever right so yeah, yeah. it's just hate it is really what people is. keep bringing from the bible and that's not what the bible is about exactly and it's so sad and yeah. i'll say one more thing and then i'll shoehorn this back into pride because yeah i try to stay away from religion and politics uh-huh. on the podcast but mm-hmm. if it comes up it comes up yeah. and it just so happened too yeah. so as long as you're respectful about all of it you know? yeah exactly and yeah. i am respectful about mm-hmm. everyone's opinions i've mm-hmm. actually mentioned you before like you're you're an atheist right yeah yeah how many civil conversations have we had and i'm christian right i i don't even think we've ever talked about religion honestly i don't think so i i think maybe last time we did we got I, drinks and stuff with but all yeah. of my friends i always have civil conversations with them because i know what it's like to believe in god i know all of I've read the Bible twice. I went to a Christian school. My All of my family is religious. All of my friends are religious. So I know how to have a civil conversation, but it's really hard to have a civil conversation with, per, with a person that doesn't have an open mind. Exactly. And you have an open mind, which is Ex- fantastic. Exactly. And I'm so. glad you do, too. Because mm-hmm. the people that have that closed minds are just, one, they're being... Uh, so just closed mind is what, or yeah. is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um... When you have an open mind, you can just have conversations like this. And it's crazy in during this pandemic when we're just so divided on everything. Mm-hmm. Should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? Should mm-hmm. you get vaccinated? Should you not wear vaccinated? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that people that are so like-minded get so deep into arguments on little things like that. Mm-hmm. Religion is one of the biggest mysteries on planet Earth. Yeah. And you and me are having a civil conversation. Some people that agree with their side of politics like they can be right wing and right wing and they'll still disagree and it's crazy mm-hmm. you and me just covered this big gap that we're that most people are afraid to cover you yeah. know well you have to go into conversations with an open mind and i want people to change my mind i want people to challenge me and i want people to question my beliefs so that i have a stronger basis for what i believe in it makes me feel better exactly because it makes me feel more intelligent, first of all. It makes me feel like I understand what my brain wants me to understand. And that's what everyone needs to feel like. But people don't want to do that. They want to stick in their little shell, and they don't ever want to like go out and actually have a conversation. They don't want people to actually challenge their beliefs. Exactly. And this is what I meant to say earlier. People that are like that, that are closed-minded, try to convert you. Yeah. Which is just such a wrong thing to do. You need yeah. to... Be open-minded about it. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Um, sometimes I just lose my train of thought, and it's just so <laughs> sad. It's okay. Yeah, okay, so... We can backtrack I, if you want. Yeah, I meant to backtrack and then shoehorn this back. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I think you said the people that... What'd you say? The people that try to change their Bible to their own needs are... Oh, yeah, so they nitpick every single like part of the Bible that they want to follow and they just hold on to that for the rest of their lives and they never just like try and branch out and actually read the Bible. There are so many religious people that I know that haven't even like opened up the book and that mm-hmm. drives me insane because like 
people just sit here and have so many hateful thoughts and think that that's what religion is. No, religion is, like, loving people, being a good person, and, like, following God. Loving God. But people are, like, just sticking to these hateful ideas that they learned from their families or they learned from their culture, and they just... I don't even know. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. And we we talk about this in church all the time because Mm -hmm. it's actually like a scary thought. But if you, and I guess there's a lot of people out there. I don't know anyone personally, but I can definitely see people doing this to where they change the Bible to abide their own needs. And they usually use it towards hate, such as homophobia or racism or whatever it is, you know? And you know what's scary about that is that people that read the Bible or are religious, I mean, what are they? They're following God, right? Mm-hmm. They believe in God, Jesus Christ, Lord, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, in church we have this saying, like, if you're abiding the Bible, if you don't abide, you kind of abide by the Bible, but you suit it to your own needs and you change it to your own needs, mm-hmm. you are now making yourself your own God. Mm-hmm. And you are just getting further away from being yeah. religious. Yeah, because people hold it as like a pride kind of thing. Exactly. And they make other people feel terrible for not like sticking to their own morals and like their own Bible, God, in quotes. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Because if you do believe in God, you believe that the Bible was written by him or at least about him. There's a lot of speculation about Exactly, exactly. But if you are that person that is changing it to abide by your own needs, you are no longer abiding by the God that you supposedly believe in. You only abide by yourself, which means you are technically your own God. Mm -hmm. And pride is is a deadly sin. It's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember when my pastor said that, I was like, whew, give me chills. Yeah, that's a good thing to say. I've never thought of it like that at all. But people do do that, and I've seen it. Like, with my family, with my friends. Right. I've seen it online, but I've never witnessed it in person. It's or terrifying. Gotten to... <laughs> Seriously, I would just be like, whoa. Like, yeah. Slow down there, you know? Yeah, it's just toxic. And not, well, it's not good for your own mental health. Exactly. Especially if you're, like, sitting there, you have so much hate in your heart. Like, they can't be doing good. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's what I need to look at it as, like. I'm not going to sit here and think about those kinds of people the way that they think about us. Cause, I like, love that. I love religion. I think it's so fascinating. And even though I don't genuinely believe in a God right now, I probably will eventually once I figure it out. Sure. But I sit here and research all the time, and that's what everyone should be doing. Exactly. we don't know what's going to happen when we die, and that's insane to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had nightmares about, like, me just decaying into nothing, and nothing happens. Death is a scary thing. It's terrifying. And, like, people need to, like, make their own ideas. Because, like, it's your own brain, obviously. Exactly. Like, you got to just put yourself out there. Don't just stick yourself in this little thing. I love how open-minded you are. And I, I <laughs> well, well, I love what you said about... Do your research and figure out yeah. for yourself. I love that. It's because there's so, exactly there's so many people that I think you mentioned this a couple minutes ago where they have never even opened the Bible. They yeah. just think they say they're religious and they have these beliefs. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where the homophobia comes from. Yeah. At least I feel it. It's just, it's just because like let me word, right? Because you know? let me speak from personal experience for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was that person in middle school. I didn't open the Bible until like early high school. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. I was homophobic. And I just, you know, sometimes I think about this in the car ride. Like, I'm not homophobic anymore, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I do wonder where that came from. Because I don't think it was school, but I also don't think it was my family. So It's just, just whatever you surround yourself. Like, everything that surrounds you in your entire life is who you are as a person. Right. So if you ever learned that at, like, at a young age, it sticks in your head forever. Yeah, it stuck in my head for so long, and I yeah. really just don't know the origin. Yeah. Even I though my family's, like, Catholic, I guess, mm -hmm. I still don't even think there was any... We never even brought up the discussion at all. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was maybe friends or... Yeah, probably. Maybe I saw it on TV. Like, I don't know. I know guys, when they're younger, they're really homophobic. Sure. Like, I have worked with um, kids before when we worked at the YMCA, and some of the kids were really nasty about, like, guys and stuff, but, like, I also think that sometimes they're curious about that kind of stuff, so then they just um, repress it so far in to where they, like, grow a hatred. Because with women, it's a lot more opened up to be... Uh, lesbian, bisexual, or anything like that. But with guys, there's, it's, like, really weird if you're gay. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's either you're gay or you're straight. Like, you cannot be curious, bisexual, anything. And it's just, like, it's hard for guys to, like, explore their sexuality and stuff like that without having all of their friends be hateful towards them. I 100% agree. Do you have any idea why that is, by the way? Because I absolutely agree. It's so much easier for women to be gay or... It's even harder if they're bisexual for some... It's a it's yeah. a thing, and I don't get it. And then when a guy is gay or bisexual, it's like, oh, he's going straight to hell. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, slow down here. So a girl <laughs> can be gay or bisexual, uh -huh. but a guy is just straight to hell right I mean, away. I wouldn't say it exactly like that, but... Like, I know that both sides are obviously hard. Yeah. Like, it's hard to, like, come out. It's hard to explore or whatever because it's out of the normal. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of it comes from the other gender, too. Because, like, if a girl isn't in, like, if a girl wants to be with a guy, there's, like, the stigma of, like, gender norms and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the guy has to be, like, manly, whatever. So yeah. if they're any sort of femme at all, then they're oh. just gay automatically. And it's just such a toxic mindset. It and is. for women, like, we have just slowly been exploring, like, having more masculine traits. So, like, if a guy wears a dress, it's, like, disgusting, terrible. What, like, yeah. like, when Harry Styles wore a dress in the, I think it was Vogue magazine or something like that, it was, like, this huge thing. But girls have been wearing wearing suits since the 70s. Yeah. So it's just like a slow progression that we have to break. Like guys can genuinely have so much more of a spectrum to their sexuality, just like girls do. But we have to like be more accepting of it, and I that's agree. that's just not happening right now. Exactly. Because guy, a lot of guys support when their girlfriends are bisexual or, or whatever because they think it's hot. But if I don't know, I just don't know how it all works. It's just it's definitely like a sex thing. Like, sure. So, it's just hard. It really is. And going back to what you said about coming out, that's like, I feel like that's yeah. got to be the hardest thing ever. Yeah. And that's why I think Pride Month can be something so special because it either, it encourages people that are already out to tell their story again, 
to encourage other people to come out. Pride Month is a two-way street mm -hmm. to where you share your story of when you came out so other people can feel comfortable to come out. There's, mm -hmm. there's this guy in the NFL that came out as gay yesterday, oh. and it just shocked me and shocked the entire internet, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I will get to that in a second, but I do want to uh, briefly talk about the brands for a second. Instead of sharing this incredible story and what Pride Month can be, it's just this business scam. And I mainly, I'm going to mainly call out Under Armour here because I think Under Armour is doing just the worst with it. Uh -huh. Where they kind of, they're like, yeah, like, like, like we support athletes. There's like a small video of people like running a race and there's just uh, Under Armour Pride gear. And I just, I'm not a huge fan of it just because I do feel like it's a business thing. I don't feel like they're actually you know, in support of it, but I, I could be wrong. I did no research on this, so I could be butchering it, and I feel so bad if I am. Watch Under Armour blocks you. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't have to be, on. it can be just some other brand. I know yeah. there's a couple brands out there that are just doing this for the business, you know, like here's, because this video was seriously like two seconds long, and then it's like shop new pride gear and stuff, and I'm like. Yeah, oh. I didn't even hear about someone coming out yeah like, yeah I, I get all the notifications of like people selling pride things on instagram all the time but i didn't even hear about anyone coming out yeah exactly so. what businesses should do is have somehow that company be maybe involved in a pride parade or maybe like someone that is working for you that's part of the lgbtqia community yeah. like if you're and have them use, share their story yeah if you're going to use the the idea as like a brand thing then you should have people actually go out there and be a part of the society like go to the pride parades or I don't know endorse there and like try and just I don't, I don't know it's just so complicated and messed up like all of the America is literally just a brand deal. Like it everything, is. Yeah, everything's business now. It's so messy. And I don't know if that's because of social media or when you the internet came out. Anything. Exactly. Everything's either a business venture or it's fake or sometimes it's real, but you can't tell if it's real or not, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's mainly what I, when I call out Under Armour. I don't know if it's real. It could be real or it could be complete bullshit. I'm sure that they don't care, they don't care about anyone besides themselves. Exactly. Like, a lot of my... A lot of my friends are not friends. I'm going to say... Acquaintances? I guess people that I have talked to. Like, I don't talk to them very often. But people that I've had genuine conversations with. They always say that, like, we shouldn't believe in what politicians say or what big corporations say because they don't care about us. No. They only care about themselves. They only care about the money that they can get. And that's just America. That's just how it is. Uh, it's, it, I could not have said it any other change. way. I hope it changes, and I, I really do. It's just so unlikely unless we go into a civil war or something. Right. Like, and I said this before. Maybe it would be like another George Ford case. Like, God forbid that would ever happen again. Yeah, obviously. But I do... I said this when I was talking to this um, openly gay track runner that I had on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I was wondering, like, well, how do we change a movement like this? And I and I said this. I was like, I hate to say it, but maybe it's like another George Floyd movement. And I don't want that to happen. Fuck no. I would never do that to happen, you know? It's but up. Yeah, but George Floyd, like, he, he turned heads. Yeah. And he changes people's opinion on racism and mm -hmm. stuff. 
Yeah, like, it's just terrifying that someone had to die for that to happen. It's and, terrible, right? Like, all the um, trans movements that have been going on recently, like, so many trans people die all the time, and that never gets covered. Never. So, it's not even that. It's just something really messed up has to happen. Like, George Floyd got literally suffocated. Yeah. On camera. Like, someone has to die on camera for us to, like, actually realize what's going on in the world. Exactly. Like, so many people were ignoring um, all the stuff that was happening in Syria, or not Syria, uh, Israel and... Is it Palestine? Palestine. God, I I couldn't remember what it was called, but... Yeah, so many people were ignoring it, but, like, one of my best friends is um, Jewish, so she was covering all of the views for Israel, and one of my friends is from the Middle East. I don't know where exactly where she's from, but um, she was covering all the stuff from Palestine. And, like, it's so interesting to see both sides, but they were the only people covering it, like, that I could find, and they were both very biased about it, because, like... I don't know, even, like, I was walking through Fort Collins, like, they were all supporting Palestine, mm-hmm. but, like, my best friend is Jewish, and she was supporting Israel. So, like, it, it's just, like, there's so many different sides to everything that, like, we're never going to come to a conclusion with things. And I think the pandemic just made it ten yeah, times worse. Yeah, people are triggered Yeah, everywhere. because, well, because this is what happened. We didn't know what it was at first. We thought this was going to kill... Way more people than it actually does. Mm-hmm. So what did that cause people to do? Well, we had to stay inside, and we just, some of us went bananas, like me. I went crazy. I didn't take it out on anyone, but some people went to the internet, and they just, it was just a minefield of stuff that people could shit on people for. Mm-hmm. And it ha- happens in public, it, when, when you don't wear a mask or whatever. We all kind of changed our attitude because we were really hung up with our health because we all thought we were... Like, a lot, lot more of us were going to die than we actually did. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of, we just got so divided with everything. Yeah. And we just were not subjected to change or other people's opinions because we all thought what we were doing was right. Mm-hmm. And the media didn't help either. Oh, no. The media just blew some of it out of proportion. Not all of it, but... Just a lot of things. Like, a lot of things ended up being really biased and people sure. ended up choosing sides. When in reality, most people are in the middle with everything. Exactly. But once when you go on the internet, like, if you aren't a certain way, then you will get canceled. And if you are a certain way, then, like, it's just, it's just messed up, all of it. Because all of us are so divided. And so many people, again, don't have an open mind. And this is one of the reasons, and I've, I've said this so many times, but I will reiterate as many times as I need to because this is true. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why I started a podcast because I just felt we're all so divided and I just wanted to bring a sense of unity. I love yeah. having people on where they tell their story about whatever or they want to talk about this or that and then we get both sides of it and it's – they are people that are listening – right now in the other 20 episodes before this, they can come to their own conclusion because, you know, there's usually both opinions about something and they can just form their own opinions instead of going to something like the media where it could be biased Mm -hmm. or the internet or Mm -hmm. social media that sometimes it's biased or sometimes it isn't. Mm -hmm. You have to form your own opinions with experiences that you had. You have to talk to real human beings. Gotta be rational. Yeah, like... I don't know. You have to form a conclusion with your own thoughts. You can't just sit on the internet 
and look at a bunch of sh- stuff because like that's all we've been doing and like people are going insane like yeah. literally insane i've seen people get in fights i mean i don't know if you saw that lady punch a girl on delta <laughs> one of the flight attendants because she was all up in her face like trying to get her to wear a mask or something oh like really that. no i didn't hear people that. are getting into literal fights over this stuff and like i think it's insane it's really just crazy and it's sad to see yeah. I just think the internet has become way more of an enemy mm-hmm. than it has been in the past. And I'm not saying because we're addicted to our phones. That's a whole different, like, <laughs> peas in a can or whatever you want to call peas it. Peas in a can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's because people are starting to make money off of websites. They, uh-huh. they come up with this really good article. Well, no, not even an article, just a headline that, you know, you click on. And then they get money off that because they're selling ads on there. And then it's just... Yeah, even trying to give people news is business now. It always has been, but it's just been with TV. Now you can do it with social media. You can do it with Wikipedia. You can do all these things where, because I've seen on Snapchat many times where I click on like the magazines that they have and it's something that's really interesting and juicy. Then I watch the full thing and it's just not. They're just trying to get us to click on it so they can make money, which makes me really fucking angry, by the way. This is why I don't go to the internet a lot because... I just don't have that, unless I'm really, like, an expert on the subject, which usually 10 times out of 10, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know? So I sometimes I don't have these goggles to where I can see what is real and what is fake. Yeah, seeing life through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, exactly. I'm not an expert enough on a lot of things to yeah. see if it's real. Like, usually I can, but it'll take me, like, halfway through the article to tell. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be either wasting my time or... You know, it's juicy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The internet's really confusing. Like, you could find some really, really good stuff if you dig deep enough, but that's really time-consuming. So it's really just if you want to put in the effort to form your own opinions. And most people don't. You know what I really took for granted? What? Is when you are writing, like, a five-page paper, it's like, Okay, um, you're gonna have to pick your topics. Got to be MLA format. Then you gotta yeah. cite your sources. You know, mm-hmm. I miss that shit because you would go to the library and you, or at least the library's website, whatever school you're at, because Western mm-hmm. did this, Arvada West did. I'm assuming every school does this, mm-hmm. where you go to the library and there's just these search engines that you can click on, and what it basically does, you can modify it to where it only gives you real articles. It's not bullshit. It's not. There's not going to be ads on it. Mm-hmm. By the way, that is the one thing I hate about doing research paper, and I just go on Google and search it instead of going through the library search engine, you know? Mm-hmm. Because when you click on an article or whatever, there's like 5,000 ads, and it's just so distracting because usually they're animated and they're moving. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's Progressive or it's Car Insurance, it's Geico, it's... <laughs> It's, it's like a porn website. Yeah, it's like a porn website. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm trying to learn about plants. Like, why yeah, are you for, showing me boobs? For Please real, leave it's, me alone. For, <laughs> <laughs> for real, it is a lose-lose for me because, like, seven times out of ten, it's a topic that I really don't care about. I just want to get a good grade and mm-hmm. while be educating at the same time. So when you put these, like, five or six ads in one page and you're trying to read and they're all moving, you're like, mother fucker yeah. right that's why i really love the library search engines and citing your sources because they're usually they have to be reliable sources or else at least my professors won't accept them yeah yeah i mean i i think i'm done with english actually i might have 
I think I might have one more English class. What are you majoring in again? No, you're uh, art and design, right? Architecture. Architecture. Mm-hmm. Interior architecture and design. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but I still have to take the uh, university credits. So, like, I'm done with math. I have to take... Actually, I think I'm done with... Oh, I'm done with science, and I have to take one more English class. I think. I might be done with English. <laughs> I don't know. I have to check, but, um... Yeah, so I have to take the university credits, but... Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm done with English, actually. Oh, nice. So nice. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I am majoring in business as oh, of right now. Okay, I feel like I knew that actually. Yeah, but. I just am at a crossroads and I always have been ever since I went to college. I uh-huh. didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. And business is a good route to go. Well, that's why I chose it because yeah. there's so many options. Yeah. And I still know what the fuck I want to do. I had a better idea when I broke okay. my collarbone. I was like, I kind of want to be like a registered nurse or like a nurse yeah. practitioner. That's what Taylor's doing. Yeah, because I've been in. How many hospital trips I've taken is, I can't even count on both hands because I'm always getting hurt and I'm always getting injured. Mm-hmm. And it just it just sucks being on that side, getting the bad news. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather just be on the other side, giving like good news, like, all right, your bone is completely healed. I wouldn't necessarily want to give bad news, that's for sure. But I, <laughs> You'd have to, though. Yeah, I want to be like a physical therapist or like a nurse practitioner or mm-hmm. something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm already two years in the hole, so what I might do is just finish business, get like bachelor's degree in that, mm-hmm. and then I think once you do have that, like nursing school is only like one or two years, or if I want to be a physical therapist, I don't know what route I'd have to take, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, college is this weird thing, right? And I've noticed this, like in the two years that, that I've gone. Um. It's basically another four years to get a higher degree to figure out what you want to do. I mean, but that's sugarcoating it because there's a lot of times where you graduate, you never use that degree again. Yeah, my um, my mom, wait, is it my mother? <laughs> <laughs> my mo- okay, yeah, my mom has a teaching degree and she's in accounting. Oh, yeah? She does payroll for... Um, Adams 14, which is the school district. Mm-hmm. So she literally pays people. <laughs> oh, no kidding. But, yeah, like, she had a teaching degree. But, I mean, I guess it kind of goes together because it's a, she's in a school district. But, um, like, I'm trying to think who, but I know someone has, like, an art degree, and she's like, oh, Luke's mom has an art degree, and she's a yoga instructor. Oh, no kidding. She gets to travel everywhere. So oh, cool. for so yoga? Cool. Yeah. Like around the state or around the country, around the, the world? world. To do yoga or to <laughs> teach it? I, I don't know exactly how it all works. But I don't either, but si- had, like, sign me up for that. I've had a couple of conversations with her. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad, he majored in writing in English, right? Mm-hmm. And he's a freaking real estate agent. He, 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 <laughs> he never uses it, ever. You know? I was going to minor in real estate, but... Yeah, I might do that. I'm not sure. Real estate's fun. Yeah, I bet. And he's making a lot of money, too. So, mm-hmm. But I used to think college was just this thing to where you're bound to get like the best job possible. That's just not always the case. And it's mm-hmm. it, isn't that scary? Like, the, the, These are the nightmares that I have, is that I'm paying all this money to go to school, and I won't even end up using the degree in the end. Yeah, it's just... 
everyone says that it's for the experience or whatever, like, yeah, I've definitely become an entirely new person in yeah. the past few years. It's for the experience, but, I mean, at what cost, literally, yeah. because it's so, so much money. Expensive. And if you have the money, then it's no cost. If yeah, you don't have a lot of money like some me. Some people don't. Like, exactly. Like me. Scholarship, like, yeah. It's still so expensive. Yeah. I'm trying to apply for a credit card right now because I'm saving up for a new car. And what do you need to buy a new car? Credit. credit. Don't have any credit right now. Yeah. I've been rejected at two banks. I've been rejected at Apple of all places. And I was like, really? And it just sucks. Like, yeah, I've had fun in college, but now I'm having trouble getting a credit. And I'm only two years in. Well, yeah. two years in right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's already a shit show for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, it could be a great experience. Mm -hmm. And if you have a lot of money and it's just not even a dent in your however much money you make or your parents make, then, yeah, I think you should go. If you don't, I think you, you should think about it. And this is the point that I'm trying to make. I think I should at least take a gap year off to yeah. figure out if I wanted to go to college because... When, I, when, when we graduated and, you know, you got to figure out if you want to go to college or not, I was like, automatically. But I just didn't think why. I was like, okay, got to go to college, you know, or else you're going to be a loser, which is just so untrue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, there's a lot of cases where they do, but there's so... Because I used to think, like, if you didn't go to college after high school, you were, you were, you were fucking bum. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think that's necessarily true. It's possible, and yeah. I've met people that are bums, not going to lie. Mm -hmm. But there's also some that, you know, maybe they're going in the family business or they were working at this job and they made it all the way to the top. And I just think that's so great. How much money did you save? How much time did you save? Mm -hmm. You know, just, you know, taking a chance or at least thinking about it. I didn't think about it. I was like, okay, want to play a sport? Let's go, to, let's go to school. Who cares the consequences or the benefits of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, if you don't go to college, you have to have a motivation. Exactly. You have to work your way up to something, or you have to start something yourself. Exactly. And so many people don't have that. So, like, I'm just going to use my dad as an example. He didn't go to college. He went for one semester. And he worked his way all the way up to being, uh, like, head, I don't know, president thing. Head president, yes, the head yes. Of, the head of a company. <laughs> like he started off literally peeling and chopping onions at this factory, and now and then he ended up being like the head of it. That's so, awesome. Like, that's the only reason why I'm able to go to college is because of what he did. Exactly. But there's not a lot of people like him, and there's like Bill Gates, obviously, but no one can be Bill Gates. Yeah, he's a for... terrifying man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Same like. Uh, Bezos and seriously, Jobs. it's it's the biggest fear that I have is that I'm gonna waste all these four yeah. years and then the degree won't even come in handy. Yeah. And here's a lot of things that happen in some cases, depending on what your degree is. You get it, you get the degree, and then you get this intern at this you get an intern job at this really high end company. Let's say Google or Apple, for example. But then you got to spend five years just even crawling up to a minimum wage job. And then it takes another five years to crawl to the top. Mm -hmm. So not only did you waste another four years, but you wasted 10 years just crawling to the top, even though you had that degree, you mm -hmm. know? It's just, I have this notion that you have to crawl your way to the top no matter if you well, go yeah, to college you have, you have or to if you don't. Hard. And if you don't work hard, then you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. 
but the thing with I've heard a lot about millennials being really lazy and then not wanting to work. Mm-hmm. But I really think our generation's lazy. Because there's, oh, yeah. like, at least the people younger than us. I know that our year, like, all of us have been really hardworking and really want to, like, change the world, whatever. Like, very motivational. But people that are younger than us, like the people in high school right now, I've seen so many people lose so much motivation. Like, they're not doing school. They're only doing TikTok. Want to be TikTok famous when there's literally only, like, ten people on TikTok that we know about by name. Mm-hmm. You know, like, those people became famous because they started TikTok from when it started. And that's why they have so many followers, and that's why they have these brand deals and stuff like that. But not everyone can be TikTok famous. Not everyone can be a YouTuber. Like, that's what so many people want to be now. And that's... It's because it's an easy way out. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that sounds like... It sounds nice, amazing. Yeah, that sounds great, but that's not always reality. And also, they work for their app... Okay, I don't know about TikTok stars, but... YouTubers work their ass off. Like, they sit there, they edit their videos, make their videos, have to come up with ideas all the time. Like, even you doing this podcast, having to come up with ideas and, like, things to talk about every week, like, that's hard. Yeah. And, like, you will inevitably come up with some sort of creative block. And that sucks. And you have to be able to, like, get through all of that and be able to keep going. Absolutely. that's everything in the entertainment industry. And that's what people want to do. But people don't have either the creativity or the motivation. And you have to have both of that for any job that you ever have. Fucking amen, Danny. I could not have (laughs) said that any better. Because I so agree. Because our generation is kind of special. Because you can kind of get famous without fucking doing anything. Yeah. Whether that's, you know... Yeah, if you're shaking your ass (laughs) or, you know, you did some dance with really good coordination or you have this special voice or you were streaming your Black Oz video and you say funny things. Yeah, I've seen those too. (laughs) It's crazy. There are so many people that are so undeserving of being famous. They just, Mm -hmm. either they got lucky or they did have a hidden talent. Mm -hmm. That is what is so cool. One of the cool things about social media and the internet and YouTube. Yeah, it's people with with hidden talent because there's, you know, before the internet, you you basically, you really had to make yourself known. At least with TikTok and YouTube now, you basically have to give it a chance and see where it goes. Mm -hmm. And you either get lucky by doing like some prank video or something weird, or you actually do have a hidden talent for streaming like Black Ops and you say funny things. Or you're on TikTok and you do these dances really good Mm -hmm. while also looking pretty. Yeah. I wish I... Do you have any other example of TikTokers that got famous for something that they're actually talented at? Because I don't have TikTok. So, I wouldn't... Okay, so, like, the top-tier TikTokers are, like, Charlie D'Amelio, like, the girl... That's right. She started the TikTok dances. Okay. So, she started something, which makes sense. And she actually has a dancing past or whatever. But then there's, like, a bunch of other dancing TikTokers... Mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them yeah that just aren't good at dancing and they literally just put on a bikini or like show their abs or whatever and do this stupid dance and get millions of views likes whatever and that's that's the part of it that doesn't make sense to me but there are so many people that are like in the lower tier of tiktok that are so talented and so amazing like there's artists there's sure. people that sing like there's this girl who's like 17 who has the most insane vocal range that I've, like, ever listened to. 
I don't know where it is, but I can probably find it and show you later. But, like, there's the people like that. So there's, like, the top tier. I can't stand any of them. They all have so much drama. And it drives me nuts. They drive me nuts. Like, I literally have deleted TikTok so many times because people are just flooding it with, like, oh, my God, Charlie cheated on whatever. I don't even remember his name. But I was like, they're literally, like, 16 years old. Why is all your business all up in there? Stop. It's just so obnoxious. Like, why can't people just have really amazing talents and be on that top tier? Oh, damn! Because they're just I'm like right such below a good them. Time right now. <laughs> I absolutely. This is why. This is why I don't have TikTok. Is because of it's the obnoxious. bullshit you just said. But I will explain a couple things. Um, I will talk about why there are girls in bikinis that are just shaking their ass, and it's just because. Yeah, it's a sex thing, and I've. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but this is one of the first topics I've ever wanted to talk about on the podcast is that what, what does that say about men? Right? Because I follow so many meme accounts that are hilarious, <laughs> but they're just posting. I've seen that too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I took screenshots of them because one was like one of the most popular meme accounts. He had like probably 12 million followers because mm-hmm. his memes were just so funny, uh-huh. but I shit you not like every four out of 10 posts would just be these Instagram models that he's promoting. Mm-hmm. And this also brings up curiosity to me. Why is he posting that? Sex sells. But, like, are they paying? I'm, I'm assuming this girl is paying no. him in either sex, so, money, or both. Or it, So with sponsorships like that, it's either, like, so for, for those women, they probably are either, like, um, asking that, asking him to post them on his account so that they will get more recognition for more men. Because, I mean, a lot of men do follow meme accounts, but women do too. So, it's like, the thing with women now is that they're hot, <laughs> and men and women all love that. Like, it's either, like, girls are attracted to them, or guys are attracted to them, or girls want to look like them, or guys are, like, ass, you know? I hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> I hate it. And this brings up my point. What does that say about men? That we're just sleaze bags, and all we want to see is a dump truck ass and double D tits. Mm-hmm. Which, and I hate to say it, and I'm not talking about me, but I have friends that are guys, so I <laughs> yeah. know what it's like. It's yeah. true. Yeah. That they're just looking to see like some TikToker with you know a big butt and and you know twerk. And it's just it's sad girls. because it's girls too, though. yeah, and is it yeah with with like, in in what way? So with the guys on social media, like there are a lot of like younger people on social media, and then there's a lot of like a lot older guys. Mm-hmm. Like I've had DMs from sugar daddies oh, <laughs> a couple times. Okay. I've had texts or not texts. I've had um, comments on my pictures from sugar daddies that I have to delete. Mm-hmm. But like. Um, I wouldn't say that it's, like, predominantly men that like those pictures or go after it, all of that, because I follow a lot of Instagram models on my account because, like, it's, like, either motivation or it makes me feel like shit, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, for guys, I don't know. Guys have a lot more, um, I, I want to say, like, horniness to them, I guess. No, we do. And it's so mainly the testosterone, just, but it's other yeah, things, too. That's just what gets them going. And, like, um, I don't know if you're lonely or bored and you see a hot girl, like, 
There you go. And that's why, okay, I saw something today saying, like, this girl made an OnlyFans, and she gets comments on her, um, on her Instagram and her TikTok saying, like, oh my god, you're so disgusting for having an OnlyFans, but it's the same guys that are, like, subscribed to her. Because, <laughs> like, right. there's, there's, like, this huge thing about girls being, like, um, I don't know, pure, like, modest, whatever, you know? And when they go step outside of that, guys are like, ew, gross. But in, in, like, in the back of their head, they're like, wow, she's so hot. Right. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> like, I don't get it. But, um, like, even, like, going out, like, um, if I walk down the street, I'll get honked at. Even if I'm just wearing a t-shirt and, like, I'm not, like, wearing anything revealing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I'll, I'll get honked at by guys. And I just, I just don't get that mindset of men. Because, like, girls have never done that. I, I don't either, because I don't have that mindset. That's why I unfollow all these accounts, because I don't want to see a girl, you know, trying to get famous because of her ass yeah, or... T- people I, shouldn't be famous I, for I don't that. care. Yeah. I just hate how it paints this picture of men that we're all yeah. sleazebags. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I think we all are, to be... I, I really do feel like most of us are just horny, and we just want some ass. Yeah. And it just... It only pisses me off because I'm really not that guy. I'm this guy that actually cares about your feelings and I'll <laughs> listen to you. Uh-huh. And it's just weird because I just feel so out of place. I'm like, am I the only one that's like... I feel like a lot of guys genuinely feel like that, but I feel like it's just a thing. Right. Like It's just a thing for guys to always want to have sex and like their entire identity is their sex life. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm okay, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a prude. Like, yeah, I have... No. Yeah, I have sexual desires and stuff, but... Well, yeah, everyone does. But yeah, but I, I like what you said. Like, it's their identity. That's yeah. not my identity. Yeah, and there's a lot of guys that are like that, and it's just, like, a thing. Like, it's just, like... It's the same thing with, you know, like, the um, gay stuff that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a thing. Like, if, if you're gay, then you're just not one of the boys anymore, or whatever. If you're not having sex, you're not one of the guys. Like, it's just... It's just like a toxic masculinity kind of thing now. It really is. To where guys are just so uncomfortable with being themselves that, like, sex and I, then that kind of identity is their only identity. I agree. Yeah. I've had, uh, I've had some people on the where we've talked about this where it's just so hard for us to share our feelings sometimes, you know? I know, and that's that's heartbreaking to me. It's like it's sad. I love hearing people's views and like what what they feel and everything like that and it just drives me nuts when people just sit there in their little shell especially guys not to like call you out or anything but like it's true you guys can't do things without like someone judging you like i wouldn't say girls necessarily judge you unless they're assholes but a lot of like your guy friends or whatever like they just suck yeah, it's terrible. Like, you can't talk about, like, you breaking up with a girl because you have to go sleep with another girl or something like that. Exactly. Like, you can't heal and, like, be become a new person after a breakup or something. Like, you can't be sad. Yeah, no, you gotta go straight to Tinder and fuck a chick, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And, like, that's unfair for you guys. And It really is because I was that guy that was in the shell and I fucking cracked. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody because I didn't feel like I could, mm-hmm. which is just so terrible. Another reason why I started a podcast. I'm going to be upfront and open with everyone now. 
I want people to know my accomplishments, my failures, mm-hmm. my hopes, my dreams, my desires, my failures and fears. Yeah. Yeah. It's just being a human being. Yeah, for real. And we've and all put ourselves in boxes. Yeah, exactly. And it's definitely a lot of the boys because I've had yeah. some where I had my last two guests that I had on, we both, we kind of talked about and we're like, yo, uh, we kind of have a lot of toxic masculinity around here, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just so cool to open up about it because I didn't know they were feeling the same way I was, you know? Yeah. I just don't know when it became this part to where, you know, you're a guy, if you have a problem, just shove it down and yeah. figure it out yourself. Fuck it's, you. It's, it's the so, dumbest thing I've ever it's heard. It's so bad. It's so it's bad. It's terrible. And that's when I cracked. I just popped like a balloon, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just had these breakdowns where, you know, I was sobbing and I'm like... I mean, it just makes you rethink your whole life mm-hmm. and your brain is just, just Nothing. on, yeah. And it's on this whole new line of where your brain usually functions. Mm-hmm. It's just vibrating at a completely different frequency and you don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. All you know is that it's really bad and it's uncomfortable and you need to figure out a way to get back on this frequency that you had growing up. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do that, at least in my opinion, that I figured out is that you share your feelings. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Right? <laughs> Not expressing your feelings. I literally learned about all this stuff in psychology. It's just like so many people deal with their traumas, even if it's a minor trauma. Like if if your heart gets broken by literally like a friendship, relationship, or a relationship with your parents or something like that, like even if it's really minor like I don't know you stubbed your fucking toe that day yeah like it's just you need to talk about things you need to like get it out of your head because if you keep it in there it will eat you alive yeah it and I've me seen alive. it eat people alive yeah I almost burned some bridges doing that because I broke my collarbone last year and that is honestly the worst thing that could ever happen to me I am a guy that I love to be fit, I love to be active, I love to go outdoors, I like to hike, snowboard, wakeboard, paddleboard. I always like to be doing something, and it's usually something that's like outdoors or being active, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, breaking a bone is the biggest tragedy for me. Those, That's yeah. just the one thing yeah. that I cannot cope with. Mm-hmm. And I try coping with it on my own. Actually, no, that's a lie. I opened up to a couple friends like, listen, this really sucks. I'm having a hard time right now. Can you come over? And then both of them said no. I mean, they, they, they said they had, like, other things to do. Regardless if that was true or not, I don't know. But then I was like, listen, like, can you guys just call me? Or can you can y'all come over or whatever? And then I remember one of my friends texted me. Actually, this is a different time. This was the day before when I did break my collarbone. The next day is when I texted them, right? But the day before that, I did text my one friend. It's like, yo, dude, like, I'm really bummed out right now. I just broke my collarbone. You want to know what he said to me? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, darn. Do you still want to drink tonight? <laughs> I I almost, first of all, just crushed my phone in my palm. Ugh. Because he j- and the worst part is, I didn't even, I didn't even acknowledge that he was just being a dick. Mm-hmm. I should have been like, yo, dude, did you just hear what I just said? Mm-hmm. That I broke my call, and I was in the hospital still. Because I just did not know how to cope with it. So I turned to some friends and then, you know, I just didn't get anything reliable back. So that's when I started shutting down and I didn't share anything, right? Mm-hmm. That's just when I went bonkers. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Yeah. 
there's so many things that I wish I could say on this, but I don't want to call people out. Right. You know? But, um... Well, I just... I listen to some podcasts. Well, that's really all I listen to now, to be honest, is podcasts. I listen to music when I'm lifting. That's about it. But I will offer you a different way you could do this. You could change their names or change the story if you did want to go that route. Mm -hmm. But that's up to you. I don't care. Hmm. I feel like it could be interesting for other people to hear. But, Mm um... I don't know. I don't want to use names, and I don't yeah, want yeah, to... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, don't have to. I just wanted to give the option just because yeah. that's a possible thing. It's just, it's just like, an, interest, an, an interesting thing for me to say, but, like, it's, like, not something I should say. Mm-hmm. Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. I gotta go pee. Yeah. And what if I just deleted all of it? Oh, I would have cried. That would hurt. <laughs> I've been trying so long to make um, the pee breaks, like... I try to go as long as I can with the podcast, but I have to pee like every podcast because I'm just, I'm bulking and I'm doing creatine, so I have oh, to yeah. drink a shitload of water. an hour and 12 minutes. So. Right? Yeah. I don't know what time, at what mark I had to pee, but it was pretty early. But yeah, so we were talking about my collarbone and that, mm-hmm. I just almost um, burned some bridges with my friends because one, they weren't taking me seriously, which even made me more pissed off. Mm-hmm. And there was these girls, and I don't want to use the C word, but I will. I think they're cunts. I will. I will absolutely. There is. There are very few people I hate in this world, and I don't hate them. I just thought they were cunts for the way they acted. Uh-huh. So the way I broke my collarbone is that I, I was. Think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so the way I broke my collarbone, I was playing like a seven on seven, not like for like, for like a school. It's just our friends got together. Like, yo, we miss football. You want to do a seven on seven? I was like, fuck yeah, right. And then, do you know Sam Bundy? Yeah, so he was playing quarterback, which is funny because he's just not a quarterback at all. And he, he overthrew the ball, and I dove for it. And I landed on my right shoulder, and it just, you could hear the pop because the, the girls that were listening, they're like, did you hear that? And I'm like, I didn't hear anything, you know? And then you, you can easily tell it was broken. Like, it, like, you can tell the collarbone was snapped, and there's this big bump where, you know, the collarbone is, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's there. <laughs> side note: There has just there hasn't been one podcast where one of my brother's mom or anyone has come home, and uh-huh. <laughs> you can just tell there's noise. Whether it's Scout the Golden Retriever or Mia the Rat Dog, or mm-hmm. someone's yeah, always making. Don't, make it, don't <laughs> disrespect Mia. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely disrespect Mia. But anyway, I was freaking out again. Mm-hmm. I do not cope with broken bones, especially since I've broken so many. And I was freaking out, nearly crying. I was pacing. I was calling mom. I was like, mom, I need to go to the hospital. What? You know what's crazy is that I didn't even know that I broke it at the time because I had adrenaline, you know. And it didn't even hurt that bad, but it definitely hurt. I was like, oh, my God, right? And then I remember I went to the car reflection. Or I went to the car window, and you can just, out of the reflection, you can see it's clearly broken. And, I do not do well with, like, yeah. body parts not doing what it's for supposed real. to. It scares me. For real. Me. And, dude, my, my, my buddies uh, that I was playing football with, they were all supporting me. While these two girls, and or was it three? There was two or three girls in the background that were straight up laughing at me. And Did I, you know these people? Like, were you friends with them? Uh, acquaintances is a better oh, way to put okay. it. Uh, I knew two of the girls... Kinda, like I hang out with them sometimes, not a lot. And then the other girl I didn't know, but they were laughing. 
and I unadded on Snapchat, Instagram, and everything because. Yeah, that's so that, disrespectful. That was, seriously, you can easily tell I was freaking out, and they yeah. were seriously, legit laughing at my pain and how much I was freaking out. So they were cunts. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they actually are, but they are cunts for acting that way. I don't hate them or anything. I'm over it, but I was so mad. Yeah. It just makes you feel terrible. Exactly. So the point is, is you need to reach out. You, need, you should not be a bubble trying to figure mm -hmm. this out yourself, because that's what I tried to do. Because with the collarbone incident, you know, I reached out to two of my friends and they just didn't take me seriously. So what I didn't what I didn't want to do is reach out to more people and they just didn't take me seriously either. Which is why I almost burned these bridges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just hard to find who you can trust. Like I've gone through so many friends to where like they were either just terrible people and I just couldn't handle it anymore. But I just don't put up with people's shit anymore. Like, even if it's my best friend. Oh, 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 I don't either. Like, if someone's going to treat me terribly, I'm going to let them know that they're treating me terribly. Sure. At this point. In high school, definitely not. I was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I let people walk all over me for probably three years of high school. And then I, I don't know, my boyfriend in high school, not going to name names, <laughs> he literally made me so confident in myself to where I just don't care what people think about me. That's awesome, right? Yeah. No, he's a great person. Fuck yeah. He made me such, like, a way better person, and I'm sure, I hope that I did the same for him, but, like, it's just, I had so many friends that were so terrible, and now I know what kind of people I want in my life. Yeah. So. Same here. You know what's funny is that when we graduated, I just had this, the, the, the mentality that you had where... Because people did walk over me in high school. Not, like, maybe emotionally, but maybe they used me for something. Yeah. Like, they, were, they, they weren't my friends. They were just using me for this and that or to get to him or her, right? And it's, and it's just something that I didn't necessarily put up with it, but there was a point where I recognized it, but I kept letting it happen because I was like, well, maybe I can, like, change them or turn them into a friendship. And it, it was just crash and burn with all of them, right? Because they were just cynical, and they were just using me for a God knows what. A lot of people are really selfish. F for real. So. And, you know, I, I look back on the people that did that, and it's not like that's the worst thing in the world, but I just don't... How, how does your mind get, to, get there to where you don't give a shit about what you're doing to this person? I was just hurt a lot by my, like, people that I thought loved me. Mm-hmm. So... My best friends from middle school to early high school, they all really just used me so aggressively. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just an example, but I was the first person to get a license out of my friends. So I was the first person oh, to I know where this drive is going. them everywhere. Mm -hmm. Same here. So they use... Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're a year older. But, um, yeah, it's like that kind of stuff, but also, like... I was bullied a lot for my appearance. I know I don't know how it works for guys very much. I had this conversation with Luke and Clay like in early June, and um, we were talking about how girl relationships, like friendships and guy friendships, are so different in how you guys talk to each other. Because a lot of my friends in high school, like not Gabby and Taylor, they're my they're my favorite people, but other people that I've hung out with and were really close with, they were so evil. 
Like, genuinely not good people. They insulted me for how I looked to where I literally have an eating... I've had an eating disorder for, I want to say, seven years now. And, like, it's just so toxic how people talk to each other. And those girls, I hope they rot in hell. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Like, it's just... Like, they made, they made me, and, like, even Gabby and Taylor, like, they were pro- they were friends with them at some point in time, because I've been with Taylor since I was in fifth grade, and, like, Taylor's gone through the same stuff. Like, girls are so evil, and I know guys are evil, too, but I've been told that I, like, look terrible, or, like, anorexic, whatever, because I'm skinny, and, um, it just made me really insecure, and, like... I've gotten to the point where I don't give a fuck about what they think about me because they're just evil, toxic people that don't deserve the kind of love that I deserve because I put so much love into everyone, mm-hmm. and I know that you do too mm-hmm. because you're such a caring person, and I've always, like, admired that about you, especially because oh, of, of all my guy friends that I've had in high school. And, like, not a lot of guys genuinely have good souls, and not a lot, not a lot of girls have really good souls. Like, I know... So many people just hate on other people because they're insecure about themselves, but it's gotten to the point where, like, I hated myself for, like, three years of high school, and I got to the point where I was like, honestly, they're disgusting people, and if they want to act like that, that's just on them. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. And that's how everyone should think about it, because if someone comes up to you and says something so terrible about you, like, that is just them. Exactly. nothing to do with you. Oh, I know. And that's that's the mindset that I have. I don't know if it'll work for everyone else, but... Yeah. You know, my roommate is exactly... Or my college roommate, my old college roommate, is exactly how you described your friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll call him out or I'll touch on it later. It just depends on how I feel after this. Yeah. I might, because... Fuck him, but... <laughs> True. I mean, but, honestly, if you want to call out people, I can call out people. Because, <laughs> like... It was bad, but you can go ahead. Yeah, so you said, like, you know, you admire me for being a caring person. I admire you for being a caring person, but you know what's really sad mm-hmm. about being a caring person? Is that that's is that, taking advantage of. Yeah, and, and, and it's also a unique quality, which is crazy. Yeah. Don't you think everyone should be caring at least mm-hmm. a little bit? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still be cynical and stuff, but if you truly have, like, this at least a somewhat decent heart, you're, you, you care about something. Hopefully it's not yourself because usually that's where (laughs) (laughs) it's usually where it gets a doozy. But you know, it's just crazy that you and me are this unique, caring figure, Mm -hmm. and that's just so hard to come by. I really wish like everyone could be like us. I I just wish that everyone had the capacity to actually care about other people. Yeah, care, listen, and talk to people. And there's a lot of people, when I try to open up, they just don't even listen. It just goes in one ear out there. They're like, oh, well, I'm sorry, or this and that. I'm like, I'm not looking for your pity. I'm looking for advice. Mm -hmm. Or just someone to talk to and have someone talk back. I might as well talk to a wall if you're going to say, I'm sorry. (laughs) The thing is, is you can have those friends, but those friends will never, like, understand you as a person. Exactly. But, like, I have those friends. Like, Like, I have really close friends that don't give a shit about me 
they mm-hmm. really just care about themselves, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm same fine. Here. And I'm fine with it too. I'm fine with them being my close friends because I will care about them, and that's all that matters to me. But as long as you have like two or three or one <laughs> um, really good person that you can talk to, like for me, my mother, I talk to her all the time. Yeah, same here. And like, I have. I have some really good friends that I can talk to, but, like, you just have to understand that you are a caring person. You will get taken advantage of. Exactly. It's so sad. And it's really, frankly, really annoying. You have to pick out who you're going to tell your stuff to. Exactly. Because um, you can be the rock, but you also have to be able to, like, let your... let let your ideas go out too because people will take advantage of you it's really messed up it's horseshit it sucks but um i don't know no one's ever called me caring or anything like that oh really mm-hmm. well i think you're caring <laughs> <laughs> well so like i've always been a bitch in high school but that's just because i've like developed not giving like not putting up with people's shit so yeah. people call me a bitch for that but it's really just me watching out for myself. Yeah, exactly. Because you've been through the ringer plenty of times. I because I've been friends with you, so yeah. I know. Yeah. But also, it's shit. Train of thought lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's um. Your bitch like mentality or attitude. It just comes from being betrayed. You know, it's nothing like personal. And that that's what I've always recognized about you, mm-hmm. you know, is that you've been through the ringer. You've tried not being a bitch, but you just get fucking stepped on for it. Mm-hmm. So you got to be this rock, like you said, and you got to, you just kind of got to protect yourself because other people out there are just flat out assholes. Mm-hmm. I have to build a barrier. Like I do not open up to people anymore at all. Like it's taken a lot for Luke to even, like, get to me now because I won't tell him anything. Mm-hmm. But that's just because in high school, I dated him, and I told him everything. And then I felt so, like, vulnerable, and I hate feeling like that. Isn't but I need, I need to feel like that. But I hated it because we broke up, and I thought that he was going to tell everyone all my secrets. He never did. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like that, and that's that's when I started building up my walls, because I lost someone that I loved so much, and then I lost, like, all of you guys, too, when we broke up, also, and, like, it just destroyed me, so I needed to build up my walls, and now it's so hard for me to bring them back down. It's, it's seriously, it takes a shitload of work for you to break down my walls. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. breaking down my barriers with this podcast, you know, uh-huh. but a little bit at a time. But before that, it was, like, a wall as tall as the Empire State Building. Yeah. And I started for a different reason. And I started this really early, like, eighth grade. Because it goes back to this toxic masculinity thing to where you shouldn't have these feelings. And if you do, handle them like a man or just push them down. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And I... There was, like, very few times I've been portrayed where I knocked down my walls and, you know, someone just, you know, stepped on me for it. It's happened, but I don't think as much as you or any other girl. I remember when we got drinks, oh, my God, was that a month ago? A couple weeks ago, a month ago. I remember you were telling me and Taylor was telling me just how awful 
your friends were in high school saying they're, they're, they're calling you ugly, yeah. they're calling you fat, although you're not even close to being any of those no, things. not at all. And they're, they're judging you so hard. And you, I remember this stuck with me so hard that you told me, like, whatever you do, you will be judged for it. And it's mm -hmm. either going to be good or bad. Mm -hmm. And I just remember I was just shivering. I was like, fucking what? <laughs> because I just had nothing like that. I surrounded myself with the boys. And that's not to say... You know, I ha didn't have, like, shitty friends. Cause, you know, we already touched on that. I did have friends that took advantage of me. They just wanted something from me or they just gave a shit about themselves or whatever. But kind of for the most part, you know, I was just friends with the boys. We just played sports and we're like, yo, dude, you see that new Call of Duty game came out? Or, yo, dude, did you see that girl? She's wearing shorty shorts in the hall. You know, we were just being young and naive, right? It was simple. We were never like really that judgmental. And that just hit me so hard that girls could even be that mean. And not to say at such a young fucking age. We That's like, crazy to me. It all started when we were like 13-ish. But when I was 13, I was friends with Savannah Rohr, who was a sweetheart. Literally. Didn't she like move to Nebraska? Yeah, she has a kid. Isn't that oh, crazy? Oh, shit. She has a kid? Yeah. Oh, nice. Her, but, right? Um... Yeah, no, she's literally a kind of soul, and, like, once when she left, I started being really good. Um, she hurt me a lot, feelings-wise. Um, yeah, she, I, that's where my insecurity stemmed from. Do you, and I, I remember I asked you this, but I just, I want to get to the root of this. Yeah. Because I think that is so crazy to me, that someone can be that mean. Now, do you think it's because they have their own insecurities, or maybe that we're so young, our prefrontal for keep just mispronouncing words. <laughs> oh my um, goodness. I need to go back to school. <laughs> so, I think that it's rooted from their own insecurities, mm -hmm. because I've seen it firsthand. So, in elementary school, I was really good friends with these two girls. And I told one... Okay, so one of them had a crush on this guy. And, um... I told him because I really wanted them to get together. I was just trying to be a wingman, I guess, wingman. or whatever. But yeah. I was I was literally 13, 12, 11. I don't know. I was just trying to help her out, but um, it didn't end up working out. Um, so they were really nasty to me even when I was in sixth grade. They hit me with sticks at recess. The fuck? Yeah. I'll tell you who they are later. But, Why? Um, because I don't, I don't know. Like they were just so mad at me for something like that, and like I said, girls are evil. It's <laughs> terrible. And then in middle school, um, that was really when guys were mean to me because I didn't have boobs and I was really skinny, and they were like, I don't know. They were just like they just told me that I wasn't a girl and like stuff like that. But I was. A child. I hadn't even, like, started my period yet or anything like that. Like, I was a baby. And then, um, in high school, I was friends with two girls who had a lot of insecurities, were very depressed, would, like, cut themselves. More, both of them tried to commit suicide, and they both had to leave Arvada West. And it was a lot. So sad. It's really sad. But they are amazing people who got went through a lot of trauma and that's how I look at them specifically but they damaged my 
idea of myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was just a progression of girls that damaged how I saw myself mm-hmm. up until now when I have really amazing women that support me. You know what really pisses me off the most is when people insult you for things that you can't control, yeah. such as your body. Like you, yeah. like people can't control how big your ass, your dick, or your boobs are. Yeah, or your like if you have a fucked up nose or yeah, exactly. your lips or your eyeballs. Like it's just stuff that you can't control. Like I can understand like, um, I don't know, gaining muscle. Like that yeah. takes forever though. Like there's yeah. so many guys that are just born. Like skinny, skinny, or obese. Yeah, either. Yeah. And like, even my brother, like he was super skinny up until he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like he hit puberty when he was like twenty-two, mm-hmm. like full on. Like that's when he could actually gain muscle. But my brother was like five eleven, junior year of high school, and then he got to six two his senior year, and then after that, he's a professional baseball player. Like, it's just people progress in such different ways that people don't get that. Like, my my best friend in elementary school got boobs when she was in fourth grade. I got boobs last year. <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy that people, like, think about that kind of stuff at such a young age because people want to be adults so quick. Oh, I know. And then we base all of that on, like, 25-year-olds. We're like, why don't I look like that? Like, because you're 14. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And then girls, like, put that on to other girls. So, like, my my friend group, it was when we were all friends, like, in our little friend group. The girls in that were so evil. <laughs> like, um, I'm pretty sure you know which girls they are, but they yeah. told me and Taylor that we needed to exercise and lose weight. And they told Gabby straight up that she was fat. And that Gabby, of all people, <laughs> needed to exercise when she has the best body ever. She looks so freaking good. But, like, it's just they're pushing their own insecurities onto us. And, like, that's so that's just how you have to look at it now. Because people are just so insecure all the time. And they have to make other people as as awful, like, make them feel as awful as we do. Well, let me ask you this. Um, the people that do push insecurities onto other people. Did that make you feel better? Huh? Because I bet it didn't. Telling some girl that she's fat, although she isn't, or she needs to go exercise, that make you feel better? Because I bet it didn't. How's your eating disorder? The fuck out of me that you even think you have the right to say that to anyone. Yeah. Because it's usually that person that needs to lose weight or just needs an attitude check. And you're just putting this on innocent girls, guys, whatever it is. It's all insecurities. It They're bo- just basing it on to other people to make themselves feel better, which I understand. But, like, that can ruin people's lives. That can make people commit suicide. Exactly. Like, I've seen it. it it's messed up. It's terrible. If you want to, you know, hate someone for being an asshole, that's fine. Because guess yeah. what? That is something you can change. Mm-hmm. Attitudes and everything is malleable, you know, and there's other things that are malleable too, but you know, the size of this and that is just something that you can't change. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you just think you have the right to go out and say something and make them feel insecure so that you can feel better, although I doubt you ever will, Mm -hmm. is just bonkers to me. 
Yeah, so, you know what? I will call my college roommate because he was a fucking cunt. I hate it. I, that, that is, like, one of the few people on planet Earth that I hate. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, um, when we graduated, mm-hmm. I just had this... I just kind of gave up this uh, notion that um, I was... I didn't mean a lot. Like, I had to be this person or that person. I was like, fuck no. You are awesome with who you are, regardless of, you know, your fears and your doubts and however you feel about yourself, right? Because it, like, I kind of felt good about myself for the most part, but I always felt like I need to prove something or I need to be somebody that, like, just wasn't even possible in the first place, you know? And then I was like, wait, you're actually a pretty fucking cool guy. Like, regardless of, you know... You're like a down-to-earth, you care about people. Like, mm-hmm. I was this guy that just always looked on what I wasn't instead of what I was, right? Like, I was just shooting for the stars. My goals were just so fucking ridiculous. And then I realized, like, I just looked at all my goods, you know? I was only looking at the bads about myself instead of the goods, right? So I also just developed this don't-give-a-fuck attitude, and I thought very positive about myself for like the first time in a while and I was just so thankful to go into college like that because all four years of high school I wasn't like that mm-hmm. you know I I was like okay well you know you, I guess you got this or this going for you but you know I was like well okay you're this and then you're that and they're actually really not even bad things it's just it's my mind going in circles just racing around trying to make myself feel insecure undoubtful or doubtful and just not positive about myself, you know? When I graduate, it's the most liberating thing ever. And then I get to college. Um, and this isn't my first roommate. I only, my first roommate I had for only like a month. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that we would have stayed roommates. It didn't work out because um, he was taking up like 70% of the room when I got there, you know? So we, so we already went off on like a, we were already on off like a bad foot. It, it wasn't like anything terrible, but I was like, yo, can I have like this and that? And then it worked out, right? And then as months goes on, like it just, it wasn't working out. And we were just two completely different people. And he, he said that because you, you have to do a meeting with the RAs and stuff. And it was just so awkward. He's like, well, I just feel like we're two different people and we're not going to get along. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're two different people, but that doesn't mean we can't get along. We just... Just got to figure some shit out, you know? So it didn't work out. I ended up moving in with this guy that's on the track team, and that's the one that I fucking hate. He is the absolute worst, and I'll tell you why, because he's a narcissist. He is a person where if you don't believe in his ideals, and if you don't believe everything that he believes, that you're just automatically dead to him. And so try living with that for nine months, and then that's what I got. Mm-hmm. So this guy was a hardcore, raging liberal hippie that, you know, he drives a Subaru, he loves to recycle, he loves to ski and this and that. Uh And I'm actually going somewhere with this. I don't give a shit about that because I don't give a shit about your political beliefs because I could not give a single fuck about politics. Mm -hmm. And again, I am an open person, just as you and me just had a religious conversation like an hour ago, Mm -hmm. you know? So I necessarily didn't care. It was more him that he... He just cared so much that he just had to make all these comments, right? He's like, well, well, how about this? And, or how about that? This guy was 
agnostic, which means you believe in a higher power, but not necessarily God. And even then, he tried to fight me on that. You know, he's like, well, you shouldn't be, so do you believe Trump this or Trump that or gas this and gas that? I'm like, dude, not really. I just, just believe in guns and I don't know. I also believe things on the left side too, which is why I kind of want to say I'm a hybrid, you know? Like, I believe I'm absolutely pro-weed, but I'm also like pro-things on the right side, you know? Sometimes I like to think I'm a hybrid. But that's not the point. The point is, is that this man just had to call me out for everything. Like, he, he, he would call me out for having a truck. He's like, dude, dude, you, you need to get rid of this truck right fucking now. You're destroying the environment. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? And it's crazy because I was giving into his conversation. I, I never fought back. He made me feel like such a little person. But I never even fought back. I was like, well, what do you want me to do? You want to you wanna buy me a new car? You know? He just kept insulting me for things that I couldn't even control. Here's here here's the best example that I liked. He was a mid-distance runner, which means he did the 800 meter and the 1600 meter, which is a mile, right? Mm -hmm. 1600 meters a mile. He would give me shit for being a sprinter because I ran the 60, the 100, and the 200, right? He would give me shit. He's like, yeah, dude, your life's so fucking easy. Try, try being a, um, a mid-distance runner. He was literally giving me shit for picking what I was best at, you know, and he was mad because, you know, practices seemed easier to me than it was to him. In a way, it actually was because, you know, we're not running as far because I am a sprinter. Mm -hmm. I do not run mid-distance, mm -hmm. but, you know, he would take it on me as if it was my fault that he chose to be this mid-distance runner, right? But the main point is, is that he would just make me feel so small, so unsecure about myself and I just don't know, just some point along the way, it was somewhat because I just wanted to make this roommate work. I didn't want to go for a third roommate because I didn't want to be that guy that's like, well, maybe he's a problem. But the problem is, is that I was just so afraid of that, that I just abided by everything he said. He's like, well, you need to recycle this. You need to throw this away. You need to go to bed at this time. You need to, you need to get out of here when I'm having sex with my girl. Like, dude, he was seriously like a fucking dictator, narcissistic asshole. Mm -hmm. And he honestly put me in a bad mental state. I was really bad with my mental health at this time, mm -hmm. especially being at a small school where you're just starting to make friends, but you're living with this guy that, that you're trying to make work so you abide by everything he says. It was really fucking tough. And, it's, and at one point, I just looked at myself and I was like, this is miserable. I was kind of like, not in a major depressed mood, but I was surely fucking getting there, you know? Mm -hmm. And now that a year is... A year has passed. I'm, COVID was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Because, one, I didn't have to live with him anymore. I didn't have to be in this bubble where I was just being controlled by him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he got mad when I drove anywhere. When I drove to uh, the gas station or I drove to King Supers or I drove to Crested Butte, which is 30 miles away. He's like, bro, bro, why don't you just take the bus? And I'm like, I drove a car here for a reason, buddy. He seriously just hated how I wasn't him, how I wasn't this... He would even give me shit for snowboarding. Yeah. That's the one thing I really hate about snowboarding is that skiers sometimes like to get in the fights with you. Like, well, skiing's the more superior one. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't ski. Yeah. This is, a, I feel like this is a problem that you and me run into is that we're so open-minded, but some people aren't, and then they just want to pick you about it to see if you're going to crack. And I'm like, dude, there's nothing to crack here. I don't care if you're a skier or a snowboarder. I am, I seriously don't care what you are. And the fact that you want to dig deeper to figure out 
like, you know, if you're going to convert me or not, you know, like he, he tried to convert me to agnostic. I'm like, dude, it's not going to happen. Like, good luck, man. You know, it's just funny that people like think that they can genuinely change people's beliefs that they've had for years. Seriously. You can buy me a Subaru. Like I, I, I can recycle and everything, but I'm still going to be the same person, man. Like I'm not, yeah. He literally tried me to turn him into himself, and I can't believe that I ever abided by him. So now that I've had time to look back on it, I say, fuck you, Thomas. Mm. I fucking hate him. He's a narcissist, and I think he's got a lot of shit to fucking work on. Not to mention that he treats his girlfriend like shit, which really bothered me. You just keep going. I will yeah. fucking go, because he put me in this sad, depressing mental state yeah. where I felt shit about myself when there was nothing to ever feel shit about, right? Mm -hmm. He is a fucking narcissistic asshole cunt. Wow. <laughs> that was cool to see. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. I have to be. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm gonna go be. Okay, um... Have you ever seen the show The Boys? Isn't that a movie? It's a it's a TV show oh, on no, Amazon. I haven't Prime. seen it then though. So it's basically like uh Do you know what like DC comics is, like the Justice yeah. League and stuff? Yeah. So it's basically those heroes with different names and kind of different powers, mm -hmm. but they're evil. Oh. And they're also like That's fun. You know what? Maybe I should explain this a little more. So they're celebrities because they save the world because they have powers right yeah so but they're they also have like evil intentions you know like they just want the most views and the most money you know mm -hmm. it's basically like a direct correlation of um how celebrities yeah are like in real life like we like we all know when they get on the red carpet and you know they're in front of a camera they like kind of put on this persona and then at home they might be different or they might be the same you know that's that's what basically what the boys is it kind of is a parallel to how actors act in Hollywood and what they'll do to get money or fame, right? Okay. But that's not the point. The point is that there's this one actor who's, like, British, and he says the word cunt a lot. You so like that word? I do now because I just I just watched season two again, and he has a British accent, and he's like, Oi, cunt. Oi. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I don't mean to use the C word a lot. I've just been watching the boys. It is a good word. I it do is. agree. I don't ever use the C word a lot. I just... He says it, and I'm like, Oi. Oi, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Is that why you brought that up? Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever said cunt in any of my podcasts. Well, it's always time to start right? new things. <laughs> well, this is why I put the ex the parent explicit like uh -huh. advisory on yeah. the podcast cover, because I knew this wasn't going to be, you know... Um, very yeah family friendly yeah which is just so weird this is one thing i've been working on um it's just trying to work on my cussing i've been trying to cuss a lot less same i'm so bad about it like i'm good about it if i really think about it mm -hmm. but a lot of the time it's ugh. for real you know it's one thing cuss. when your parents like you need to stop cussing which my mom's been doing for a couple years right? yeah, i'm like oh mom i just like to cuss it's no yeah, big mm -hmm. but i've been like cussing at work Whenever, whenever I mess something up, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I said that in, okay, so I work at Red Robin with Taylor. And me and Taylor Sh were talking about Shut that. up, really? But yeah. When were you going to tell me this? Uh, and Athena. And <laughs> Athena, too. Oh, nice. Uh, well, Athena is going to be at the one in Grand Junction with Taylor, but. um. Is this the one off of 52nd and Wads? 
Is it 50 something? It's like next to Costco. Yeah, 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 that one. That's the one that we work at, yeah. And, Are y'all um, bussers, waitress, so hosts? there's the server, and then there's a the server's assistant. I'm a server's assistant. So okay. the server, the waitress, uh, takes your orders and, like, make sure that you have the Red Robin experience. <laughs> It's so stupid. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know why Red Robin's so keen on that. They're so annoying. Yeah, they they, they feel like they need this extra person to like be extra happy and grateful to make sure you have the Red Robin experience. Yeah, no, that's what they are. Yeah, and and I'm like, just do the same thing with the host and the server or the whatever. Yeah, Um, we deliver the food and drinks. So like we sit in the back organize everything, send it out to tables. And, um, where was I going with this? I don't know. What were we talking about? I don't know. Um, we were talking about the boys, and then, um, uh, yeah, I'll have to edit this out, too. What were we talking about? I don't know. You were talking about Red Robin, and we were talking about the C word. Work. Oh, okay, we're talking about cuss words. Okay, so me and Taylor, oh, okay, that's right. we were just sitting in the back, like, waiting for orders to come through so that we could organize stuff um, to be sent out. And um, me and Taylor were talking about some really gross things. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say what specifically, but I said the F word, like, really, really loud. And there was a family on the other side of the wall, like, oh, trying no. to enjoy their dinner. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so bad because our wall, like, it's just a wall, and we have, like, windows in the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not windows, but it's just, like, cuts out, cut outs in the wall. And um, they can hear everything that we're saying. Like, yeah. One time I was standing in the front where the host stand is, and I could hear people yelling in the back. Like, I could hear our chefs yelling at our servers and stuff like that. So I know that they heard me say that. Yeah. And it just hurts my soul. Because <laughs> I'm like, they're children. Yeah, it hurts my soul too. I'm like, this is just the most anti-Christian thing you can do, you know? <laughs> it's just <laughs> say bad words in front of children. <laughs> yeah, it, well, our church had a thing on it. It's like, well, like, maybe your bad words mean, you know, your true intentions and your soul. I was like, well, I don't necessarily agree with that. I no, mean... I think, okay, I think... Personally, bad words are put on such a high pedestal. For real. For things like... There's so many words that could just be put into our language normally if people would just accept it. You know what show I really want to watch is The History of Cuss Words. That looks so good. Is that on Netflix? It is. It's got the star of Nicolas Cage, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. I think he just explains the history of cuss words, because Uh I'm curious. Where did the word fuck come from? How did poop turn into shit, you know? I feel like people, well, it's probably from other languages. Like, they probably just transferred it. And, like, like well, how our language is formed is from, I, I'm pretty sure it's from German roots. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, we, like, our language sounds a lot like other languages. Like, we have a lot of, um, what the fuck? What is the word? What is the word? I, I wish I could read your mind or else I'd say it for you. We have a lot of, um... What the fuck? <laughs> I can't think of what the word is. 
I'm trying to think for you, and I, I um, honestly don't know what like, you're trying to say. We have a lot of words that are related to the other words. What do you mean? Like, um... Like poop to shit? No. <laughs> like, our normal, our normal language is related to... What is the fucking word? I need a better word than related. <laughs> That's making me so mad. Okay, well... Well, if there's like, something we can look up, you can look it up on your phone. I can look it up right I, here. I can't think of what it is, though. Like, I... Don't you wish there were just some things that you just can't even Google? Like, you can Google anything and it'll most likely get I just wish that our brains to... were cool enough to be able to just look up things. For or, real? like, not forget random words, you mm -hmm. know? So, there was this... I do this with songs a lot. There's this one song that I don't, I don't, you don't know. I didn't know who it was by. Uh -huh. I didn't even know the name of it. I barely knew how it went. I just knew like five or six words to the entire song. And I looked it up and then I put song at the end and it came up, right? Yeah. Oh, I so, wish our brains could do that. Oh, it's the beauty of the internet. <gasps> one of the beauties. But yeah. there's one thing you can't do and that's when you just don't know any of that. Like, and th this has been going on for me for about like four or five days now. There's this song from my childhood. And uh -huh. for some reason, the tune popped in my head at the gym. And I just kind of remember how it goes, but I don't know any of the words. Okay. I don't know who it's Wait, by. Wait, hum, it, hum it for me. Oh, God, I couldn't hum it for you right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I, you remember, hum it to me and I'll try and find it. Like, send well, it a video. Well, I would if I could remember it. And I know I just said I did, which I did, but there was... There was something like a taste or, or or a smell or some aroma that just brought up this really faint oh, memory yeah. of this song, you know? Yeah. No, like, oh. Yo, 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 isn't that one of the cool things about, like, psychology is that... How brains work? Yeah, because... How we encode memories. I'm like, telling you. Yeah, there are certain smells that just pop up a super vivid memory that you mm -hmm. totally forgot about, and you're like, yes! Or, like like sounds or touching things like they just bring up random stuff in your head it's so like, cool um like even like silly putty just putting that in you're like yeah. oh my god i'm a child again did you ever play with moon sand yes okay oh that god, so brings cool. back so many weird memories and also like you know the sand that like if you pour into water it like like uh molds up yeah. And it doesn't, like, fall apart like normal sand would. Yeah. I used to, like, rub that in my hands, and then the, the residue or whatever that was on it would go onto my hands, and I could, like, hold water, like a bubble in my hands. Whoa. And that was, like, the most vivid, weird-ass memory that I had when I was a child. <laughs> because, like, I could just hold water, and it looked like I'd hold it, I was holding, like, a bubble. It's cool, right? It's so weird. Oh, I love that. And I had so many weird memories like that as a child. Like, I used to climb trees a bunch. Yeah. And, like... I don't know, it'd bring back, like, random songs or, like, random things that happen. When it's, when a memory or a touch or a smell that is perceived or connected to a memory that is also connected to a song, that's, like, that's what I really just cry sure about. I'm every like, song, yes. every song I have has a memory from, like, when I first listened I know, to it same or something here. like that. And, like, I was trying to explain that to my mother, and she was like, how do, what? Because my dad can, like, um... Like, if a song plays from when they were young, he would, like, be like, do you remember when we first listened to this? And my yeah, mom's like, same, no. Yeah. And, like, I can do that, but my mom can't. And I think it's insane, because my dad's like, oh, yeah, we were, like, at a bar doing this and this or whatever, and this song came up, and we danced to it, and I was like, that's so cute. You guys are disgusting. Because right. they were, like, 19, my dad's 55. Like, <laughs> that's how I knew I became 
there was a point where I knew I was either growing up or I was a little depressed. I don't know which one it was. It was uh-huh. one of those two. Uh-huh. But when I stopped making memories with new songs I listened to, I was like, something's kind of wrong with you. I don't know what yeah. it is. I was like, bro, am I growing up or am I just getting depressed? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no. Because... I don't know, just all these childhood songs, I'm like, I remember exactly what I was doing, or maybe it's like a really strong memory, like you were Uh out on the boat, Uh and you like, this, it's the first time you got wakeboarding or tubing, and you're like, oh my god. Oh my god, this just came in my head. So, do you remember in like, I think it was sixth grade, we were in the temp, um, the the temp rooms, but like for, I think it was for Halloween or something, but I remember specifically Tanner Fife, I remember he was wearing... The like blue suit thing from Gundam Style. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He did that for sixth grade, didn't he? But it was him and someone else. I just remember Tony him Cass. specifically. I actually remember. Yeah, and I was like, that's that's the correlation I have with Gundam Style. That song. Oh it's really? Literally Tanner Fife. <laughs> that's the only correlation you need because that guy yeah. was popular for like a year and then no one ever heard of him again. Yeah. But I will bring up two memories that just coordinate or correlate to a song. And it's just really sad. So one is the... You remember those Zupal plates? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I was playing with Zupals before a commercial ever came out on it, okay? Oh, so you're cool and edgy, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I am cool and edgy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, so, so when that commercial came out, it's like, who, who, Zupals. Quack, quack, oh Zoop. I could literally taste myself eating, like... A chicken burger. nuggies. <laughs> I, yeah, chicken nuggies, kind of. It was mainly no, that like was for me. <laughs> it was mainly like these burgers that had the craft cheese on it. I hate craft cheese so much. Uh-huh. That's why I probably don't eat it anymore. Uh-huh. But all I oh, had yeah. was a small slider burger with craft cheese and a bun because I didn't. Uh-huh. I was so picky. I never put lettuce, tomato, mustard, uh-huh. anything on it. Same. And then I remember like I would put my tiny bite-sized carrots in one of the ears and then ranch in the other ears. Mm-hmm. So when that song came on and they're like playing with the zoo pals, I'm like, yes. I yes. I, I can taste the they... food in my mouth. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure I had like chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, and like broccoli or something like that. Yo, nice. That's what I can remember. But I haven't heard the, the what is the word the for that? Too? The zoo the, the, the ting, is that what you said? Hmm? The Zoo Pals theme song or theme song, uh, yeah, it's a commercial and it's a song. I, I don't know. What are they called? Uh, what do you mean? Words are so bad. <laughs> Seriously, no, I like mean, they have, have like a, a, a jingle. Yeah, yeah, a jingle. Yeah. And, um, oh my God, what what is this? I had such a great one. Um, yeah, you had. Another one. Yes, yes. Okay, so my grandparents used to live in a lake house out in Nebraska. You know, mm-hmm. so whenever I go out to Nebraska. They they sold it. They don't live there anymore. But sometimes I go out to Nebraska to like Lake McConaughey or something or just somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Like I went to the College World Series like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to Nebraska, it just has this distinct smell because I don't know if it's because of the humidity or the altitude so lower. But whenever I go there, I can just smell myself like being back at the lake and, you know, like, we're all going boating and jet skiing, and it's just, it just brings out that inner child in you, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, life used to be so good. That's what I feel when I come here sometimes, like, what to you Arvada. Mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I was in Fort Collins for, like, three months, and I hadn't come back here, and, like, just driving past, like, this road right here, wait, where are we? The, the road, 64th, 64th yeah. yeah, the road that, um, goes through 
Arvada West and stuff like that, like, it freaks me out. It's like, crazy, I was a child. I know, right? <laughs> and now I'm not. <laughs> it kind of hurts, honestly. Yeah, I always have this notion that, like, I'm already grown up and yeah. I'm an adult, which is kinda true, sucks. but kind of also untrue. Aren't you excited to have a 9 to 5 the rest of your life? Yeah, dad, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's one of the scary things about being a business major is because that's exactly where I'm heading. Anything. It's like going it's down terrible. to downtown, getting up on the 52nd floor. And just oh. parking my soul behind a desk from nine to five for soul. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> that was painful. it's it's painful, right? Oh. This is why I want to be like a physical therapist or like that a nurse or something. Fun. Like I at least want to interact with the kids. Like so, are you eating all your vegetables or what? Vegetables are good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just so happens there's a zoo pal plate, right? Oh. <laughs> it literally perfectly like. Um, separates all of your diet into one plate. <laughs> your nuggies go here. Your nuggies. <laughs> the ranch here and the celery here, honey. You're ready. You're ready for the freaking day. For real. Dude, I love kids. I would love to just be like I a nurse person. <laughs> <laughs> They're so scary. Why are they scary? Oh my god, I saw... Okay, so I went to this graduation party and this lady had a baby. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a baby, like an actual infant, in so long. I got scared. Because <laughs> that little thing is so small, it's going to be a human being one Yeah, day. for Like me. an actual person you know that what's... has actual human thoughts yeah. instead of, you know? <laughs> you know what's really scary <laughs> is when some of those are going to turn into star. Or like... sociopaths that literally yeah. murder people. For real. I'm scared. Okay, if I ever have kids, I don't know if I will because... I hate children. They literally mm-hmm. drive me insane. But, like, what stems from this is I'm so terrified that my child is going to be a sociopath and then I'm going to have to turn them in for, like, murdering animals or something out in the wilderness. <laughs> or, like, I don't know, killing babies. Like, not babies. Oh, my God. I'm... Oh. Just having a kid that ends up, like, being a school shooter or being, like, a... I don't know. Like... A cannibal? So, the next Ted Freaking Bundy. Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah. I, don't, I don't want that. And if that happens, I literally have to... Okay, I don't know if I can say this on the internet, but I literally have to, like... You know? <laughs> I could not live with myself it. if my child was, like, just a terrible human being. I just... Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I feel just, that. <laughs> well, not really, but I understand where you're coming from. Well, yeah, from. That's, just, that's just what's scary, because, like... There's so many kids that just suck. Like, right? Oh my god. But the beauty of it is that some of them are just gonna be know, like some are such fucking engineers and they're gonna yeah. like make the next hydro car cure or some cancer. shit. Yeah, cure cancer. Know, some of them are, definitely is already cured. Some cancer. yeah, dude. Some of them are gonna be incredible <laughs> athletes. That's that, that's actually gonna be the people I'm gonna be jealous of is the kids that are born right now, let's say today, uh what's today? Uh, the twenty first. Isn't like the summer solstice today? Is it the twenty first or the twenty second? Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. I thought that was July 20. No. Okay, you might be right, no. actually. You're no, yeah, it. it's June. I actually know this because I love the summer solstice. It's actually a happy, sad moment for me. I'm happy because it's the longest day of the year. It's the brightest day of the year. We get bright. We get, like, light, light for, like, 18 hours or something. And then it's only dark for, like, 9. I don't know. It's something like that. Don't quote me on it. It was yesterday. No, no, it was the 20th. Yeah. So it was two days ago. Yeah, it was something about it. It's a happy sad because one longest day with light of the year. It's kind of like living in Alaska in a sense. 
But it's also like all the days after, I guess two days ago, they get short by by like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, five seconds, ten seconds. I don't know, something like that. And then you know you get down to winter solstice to where, you know, it's the shortest. yeah, and the sun goes down at like four thirty, and it's That's just painful. it's just so depressing, especially. Yeah. For people that are in middle school and high school to where you go from like 8 o'clock to 3, yeah. you are inside the entire time and then you only get like an hour and a half of daylight left yeah. and you can't do anything. I remember, I think it was fr my freshman year of college, but that was when I actually realized like the uh, solstice stuff, like how much daylight we had. Yeah. Because we had like so much at the beginning of the year and then by winter time like it was so depressing and everyone was depressed it's so depressing and that's the first time i realized it like i actually genuinely like paid attention to all of it because i had classes that would go from like 7 a.m to 11 and then i had a break and then i had a class from three to six mm -hmm. so i just didn't i didn't get to see the sun go down or anything like that yeah. so it just made me so sad winter it's this is such an unpopular opinion for me. I think winter might be my favorite season. Really? I don't know why. There's something about just that winter vibe and then, mm -hmm. you know, Christmas and the holidays come mm -hmm. around and you get, I get it's to just... go snowboarding and stuff. I don't know. I, maybe not. Actually, I think it's fall because I just love the oh. color of the leaves. Cause I, I love leaves. <laughs> I am, dude, I'm a simp for like when things change, you know? Yeah. Especially like when, when spring came around this year and we... It was basically like Denver was Seattle for like a month where it rained every day. But after that entire like excessive rainfall, all of the all of nature was super green. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, so it's still really green right now. If you go down Indiana mm -hmm. up to like Flatirons ish area. Yeah. It is so green and it's so pretty, but it's like you can tell it's a getting solid, a little Yeah, it's starting to get yellow again. Yeah. But there's like a solid two weeks of like the beginning of june and like end of may those are my favorite weeks of the year oh yeah like by far nice i'm a spring spring gal <laughs> but like uh last year me taylor and my mom went up to grand junction and it was so freaking pretty yes, <laughs> it was like it was yeah. it was june like fourth ish mm -hmm. so it was that week it was the same week this year where it was, everything was so green because it was raining so much. But it's supposed to rain a bunch this week, and it's going to be Fuck really yeah. green. Yeah, so so when I go to the gym, I go to the gym, like, every day. And yeah. I don't know why I said that because everyone listening knows that. And of all people, you know that. Uh -huh. <laughs> anyway, so my gym <laughs> is, like, right up against the mountains. It's, like, kind of on the very end of 64. So I have to drive west to go there, you know? Uh -huh. And I just get to look at the mountains and all the trees in the sky. And it was just... I shit you not, it was greener than it has been in the past couple years because it's just been a drought. And there was just something so magical about that. But I don't know what it is. I think about fall is that, mm -hmm. you know, the leaves are changing, like everything's starting to die, yeah, but... And, okay, this is weird, and this might not be true, but I seriously do think, like, in Colorado, or at least Arvada, when it's the fall, the air just has this really... Distinct crisp. smell. It's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and I just love that smell. It's mm. just like good oxygen. Is yes, what it feels like. I, 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 that's just the weirdest thing to say, and that might be true, or it might be blowing smoke out my ass. But I swear to God, out like your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I feel like in August, August I think is probably the worst 
um, month of the year, in my opinion. I don't like it either. Because and it's funny because my birthday's fires, in August. You're like, yeah. Well, like, it's just the fires. Yeah. Like, it, like, you can't breathe outside. Everything's, it's, it's, it's all hazy. Yellow. I hate the haze. Oh, it's gosh. so ugly. Yeah. And I re- everything else after that is just awesome. Yeah, I remember when I came back from California in, like, mid-October. This was, like, October 15th or something, mm-hmm. right? And, I, I mean, I flew into the DIA, right? And I was, I was driving back to go home, and it's, like, a 40-minute drive. And you can still see the mountains from DIA, right? Mm-hmm. But it was so fucking hazy, the mountains weren't even there. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, bro, it's fucking October. The fires should be over. I remember the fires were still going, like, in the late October. We had a fire right on horse, like, right behind Horse Tooth. That's in Fort Collins. Oh, yeah? And um, that lasted the entire, like, first two months that I moved into my apartment. We couldn't go outside. Oh, shit. Like, there was ash all over our balcony is so ugly. Is, isn't that yeah. the saddest thing? Yeah. My friend, she goes to UCLA, and it, it was the same thing for her. The fire, I guess, was across the highway, but they didn't evacuate because they're like, well, a fire can't spread across the highway, so you're good. Mm-hmm. So they just, they were seriously so close. Like, you barely had to zoom in on it with your camera because they were that close. And there was just ash falling the entire sky. It was night, but it was, it was like, completely orange it was like bronco orange because yeah. of all the smoke oh, and the fire can show you a picture yeah yeah show me the picture so cool because all of it was like orange orange like it looked like mars it yeah yeah um, yo yo this was last year right like last yes September. this was last year i actually think there was a i actually have a lot of friends that go to school in fort collins and i remember they all posted it yeah and i've never been so moved by a picture like this is that's unedited oh shit insane you know what's sad is that i think it looks so cool but well it's beautiful but it's so sad it's so sad right it's terrible and this was at like 1 p.m oh my god i totally that's bringing back memories because everyone in fort collins posted that as they should yeah so this is right so there's horse juice and then there's the lake and then there's the fire yeah it's right on the other side of it so i was like right next to the Holy shit. Yeah. So the fire was on the opposite side of it. Ladies and gentlemen, when I say that picture looks like Mars, it looks like Mars. Yeah. You can actually see, it's like... It's orange. Yeah, the yeah. The entire thing. Yeah, you can see the plains and grass that should be yellow, at least. Mm-hmm. But no, it looks like the entire gravel is even orange. It's, it's, orange, it's really orange. sad. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm so glad that Colorado just... For... I don't know how many weeks it was. Wasn't it, like, two or three where it was just raining every day and it was raining hard? Yeah. I was so glad. I was like, yeah, we and, that. okay, first of all, I love the rain. Me too. I, people are like, oh, well, I don't like it. You know, you get wet. I'm like, dude, it's therapeutic. When you listen to it, like, hit the, yeah, it, it hits the ground. Good. It smells good, right? Yeah. I can't believe people don't like rain. But I remember my brother and a lot of people like, bro, it's like, it's like June right now. It needs to warm up. It needs to be like 90 degrees. And I'm like, like and, and I'm like, give it two months, and you're gonna be like. Ugh. Where's the rain? I've been praying to God, but it's just not here because yeah. the fires are gonna get Even out of control. Even today was too hot. Say what? Even today was too hot. It was like ninety-one. Yeah, for real. Too much. Have there been any fires yet? I don't um, watch the news. There was one in Silverthorne. Silverthorne or Silverton? I don't. I think it's Silverthorne. I think Silverthorne up in the mountains. Yeah, there yeah. was one when I went up to um, Grand Junction, like two weeks ago. There was one up there. You know, there's this girl that used to go to A-West, and she lives up there. She goes to, like, Breckenridge High School or Silverthorne High School, something like that. Mm -hmm. 
And she, she posts about that. So I actually know what you're talking about. And, yeah. And she said, like, this is why you don't put your cigarette buds, like... Yeah, it, throw... was, it was, like, started from something really stupid. That's what I heard, and I'm like, this is so yeah, sad. Yeah, I saw, I saw, like, the beginning stage of it, and then it got put out eventually, I oh, think. Good. But I saw the beginning stage of it as we drove by, and then I think it was gone by the time we came back. So... Oh, gotcha. I didn't see it when we drove back, but... Yeah, but, I mean, what was our main point of all this? I think it is my point... You like I fall? just yeah I love fall yeah and I love winter I don't know why because everything's dead it's cold and depressing it's you get like nine it's hours of sun yeah I don't know stuff. there's just something magical about it because yeah, I think sure. I think it's maybe because maybe I know spring's coming on so I'm like yeah. you know what we're just on the horizon yeah but then when spring gets here I'm like eh, I don't like this like I like when everything butts out but that's usually when my allergies get bad oh I love the spring that's my favorite of the year yeah but i think summer might be my least favorite that is just gotta be the most unpopular opinion mm. i don't know why i think spring and fall are definitely my favorite i think i go spring fall summer winter yeah, i do not nice. like the winter like it, i love it, it. Not, not not everyone does I actually love, a lot of people don't i love the month of um like when we can come back from school i can see my family oh yeah i love like christmas new year's like that Yes. Like Thanksgiving's good. I really like Thanksgiving, but like I don't like November. Mm-hmm. You know, I love October, but that's fall. So I like October. But like my birthday, September and October. So it's like January, February, and March are just suck. They just suck. Like my birthday's in February, and like every year it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't go out and do anything fun because it's just so cold out, and yeah. like. Um, I can't, like, invite my friends over or whatever because, like, they can't walk back or something if they're drinking or, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so cold out. Exactly. So it just isn't, I don't know. I just don't like January, February, March. Mm-hmm. April, May. I think. Awesome, but. I absolutely agree when, I, when you said earlier August is, like, your least favorite. It's my yeah. least favorite, too. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, like, so it's like the end of summer. The fires are out of control. Uh-huh. And you got to go back to school. And I don't mind going back to school, but... Just the it's idea just, of it. Yeah, but also, like, school for... I think there's three times in my life where my birthday has also been the first day of school. And Wait, what is your birthday? August 23rd. So it's always, oh. it's all, and I'm pretty that's sure, a, that's a, that's for me start this year. Yeah, 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 and I'm, there was this girl I was talking to at the time, and she was, like, from uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. I, met, I met her on Tinder. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, yeah, I'm moving here, and I was like, oh, cool. And then we eventually got talking, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go to school here. And I was like, and then we eventually got in the conversation, like, when, when we start, because Western usually starts, like, kind of like the 17th. They start kind of early, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked her, and she's like, I start the 23rd, and I was yeah. like, oh, ain't that ironic. Luke's is the 18th, so he started a lot on his yeah. birthday, too. I, I'm kind of iffy on how I like having school on my birthday. I used to think it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's the first day of school. I'm like, hey, it's my birthday, too. You get to meet new friends. Mm-hmm. This was, like, an elementary school. I don't think yeah. there was... Actually, all through high school, I shit you not, besides one year, it was, they all fell on a weekend. It was either, uh, I guess you can't count Friday, because I do remember what was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we had school. I shit you not, I don't think we had school for some reason. But I remember three years out of the four years of high school, all of them was on a Saturday or a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or a day we didn't have school, and it was so nice. So now that I've been to school, and, you know, 
it's not necessarily the first day, but it's always the first week, you mm-hmm. know, because school either starts on the 17th or the 20th or the 21st. Mm-hmm. It's either the second or third day or the or at least the first week, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't like it anymore. Like, I like at least socializing with people. It's better than not being, it's better than, you know, being alone. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I think that's a day you should celebrate. That's a lot of people, people just skip that day, you know? They're like, I want to go out and do something, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. I didn't get to do it, but... yeah. I don't know, 50-50 on I'm like, yay, I get to socialize with people, I get to do things. And other days I'm like, ah, homework, and, you know, bullshit. Don't get yeah. to skip. Yeah. Um, but, like, are there holidays that I hate New Year's? I'm not a huge fan of New Year's either. Because everyone always hypes it up for it to be so good. Yes. And it always sucks. It's terrible. Like, my last New Year's was really bad. <laughs> really bad i just don't like it because there's this hoax like well if you get a new year's kiss it's going to be a great year which is just fucking dumb taylor was my new year's kiss this year <laughs> <laughs> no 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 see like we, we can go back to the, we don't have to go back to the gay thing but i do want to make this yeah. remark it's yeah. okay if two girls kiss on new year's but if two, two guys, guys kiss on yeah. new you're like so are y'all coming out next year or what uh-huh. <laughs> yeah like you can't kiss your homies man right it sucks. But I can kiss my homies. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. There's so many... I've been thinking about this. There's so many useless holidays out there. There's, like, oh. internet... What was the other day? It was, like, international, like, take a picture day. I'm like, what? Everyone takes a picture every day. That's what I'm saying. There's... I don't mind National Sibling Day. Like, it's, 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 it's ones like those that are just kind of made up for no reason. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> I usually have my iPad on, do not disturb. I think I forgot to turn it off. Tinder. Yeah, but I will not join the swipe search party. I don't, it's so what useless. What does the swipe search even do? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. I think what it does is it kind of like makes your profile like more, more known to people. Oh, okay. Like, like you don't have to, I shouldn't rephrase this, but you don't have to go through like 50 swipes to find me. I think it's just less. Like maybe oh. it's like 25 or something. Uh-huh. I think that's what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's just. Hey, uh, we created this thing. It's gonna be called Swipe Search Party, and so you should join. Would use it yeah, and, and I'm like, what? Yeah, Tinder's so weird. Did like, you? Oh yeah, 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 I, yeah. I you had Tinder, Tinder, right? For, I think I started like right when the pandemic happened, and then I was on and off of it until about September. Oh, okay. So I had it for like eight ish months. I didn't even get it until, like, my first semester of college, and I just remember it was so cringy. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I just don't take a lot of pictures of myself, first of all. And yeah, second didn't of I all, help you with your profile or something Oh, like you that? did, but that was, like, when was we got really sent home. Time. I'm talking, like, the first time. Oh, okay. Which was even more cringier than oh. the one that you helped me with. <laughs> Yours wasn't even bad. I was just it wasn't how to bad. organize Yeah, it. exactly. Um... What was the point? Uh, your first Tinder. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like how- okay. First of all, here's the first reason I was cringy is because I put my last name. Because usually when you sign up for something, you put your first name, your last name, your email, and this and that. That's basically what Tinder did, but it just said first name. So I just put my first and last name in the first column. And you, you, you automatically, like, I, I can see you're laughing because it's weird, right? <laughs> if, if you put your last name, it's weird. But I didn't know that at the time. I just thought, like, I could change it later, which... You can't! It's yeah. so weird. Well, that's the weird thing about Tinder, right? Like, you can't change it. I deleted it probably two weeks later. Uh-huh. Because even I get creeped out when people put their last name. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? 
Noob. <laughs> yeah, and two, I just had no pictures of me. They were either yeah. prom, homecoming, or boys' pictures, you know? Yeah. And it's just me smiling. They take more pictures of themselves. Yeah, for real. Without... <sighs> Mia! Can I just go two seconds without a distraction? You know, it's. Yeah. I, I, she, I, t- I say this all the time. It's every fucking podcast. Yeah. But. So the way I take selfies, if I ever see them, sometimes I do. Like, sometimes the lighting's right, my hair looks really good, or I don't look like shit. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's usually, like, one of those three reasons, right? So I did have a couple selfies saved, but the way I do it is I take my half-face selfie. I don't do, like, a full face. I just do a half-face, and it's usually my yeah. left side. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and there, a, a lot of people just hate it. They're like, I want to see your full face. And I'm like, no, if you see it, you'll know I'm ugly. I need to give you this false doubt that I actually am somewhat attractive. <laughs> I don't know. That's not actually the real reason, but when Snapchat it's just you came know out, your angles when you're on Snapchat. Exactly. Well, well, this started because of Snapchat because I got Snapchat way late. I got in like eighth grade, which I don't think it's late, but according to everyone else, that was really late, right? And I just, I just didn't know how to take selfies, and a part of me actually hated that my face wasn't completely symmetrical, like, my eyebrow was, like, different than the other one, or, like, maybe there was a freckle on one side and on the other side. No one notices that shit. No one notices it except you. I know no one notices it. Yeah. And that's just how I started taking selfies, and I never changed, you know? Yeah, no, same, like, um, sometimes when I take normal pictures now, like, um... Me, Gavin, and Taylor went out and took pictures in Denver. Mm-hmm. And, like, so many of them, I was like, do I actually look like that? Ew. Same here. Because I'm so used to how I look in Snapchat now. Yeah, so exactly. I'm, like, I don't know. It's weird. I take better pictures of myself than other people for do. Real. For sure, but. There was definitely a couple occasions where I didn't tell my friends because, again, I hang out with guys and we don't do this shit. Uh-huh. And it just goes back to the whole thing of not telling people how you feel. It's like. I need to, let's go do this. And yeah. then we took pictures. And that was actually the main reason why I wanted to go do it. Because I just, I needed Tinder pictures. Because I seriously had nothing besides homecoming and prom pics. And, and senior pictures. And that's just cringy if, if that's all you have in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Because that definitely gives off the vibe that, you know, either don't go out or you don't do this and that. Or, I don't know, I had another point, but I totally forgot it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like. Kind of like a girl thing. Don't mm-hmm. take pictures. Can I? I want to read you my Tinder bio. Yeah. <laughs> because I think I used to take Tinder seriously. Uh-huh. Like, okay, well, maybe I'm looking for a hookup. Maybe I'm looking for a relationship or a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And now that that just doesn't matter anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't mean to be mean. I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'm just saying there's a lot of girls on there that just want the attention of the match, and then they have yeah. no plan on no intentions yeah. on even talking to you, uh-huh. which annoys me. So I don't take Tinder seriously anymore. So anyway, my um, my bio says some of my talents include nitpicking, movie quoting, web design, and not being vaccinated without being a raging hardcore Republican. And then I also have the vaccination sticker in the top of my. The top. <laughs> it's the most confusing, self-centered, yeah. worst thing I could ever say. But well, so for me, I like never read the. Uh, bios sometimes i don't usually i do yeah i don't know it just depends I, it was literally just like oh you're kind of cute yeah sure and then i'd swipe 
But most of the time I was like, ew, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I was really picky at first, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk to these guys. Yeah, for real. But, um, so there was one person from high school that was so mean to me. Like, so genuinely mean to me. And you saw him on Tinder. He super liked me. Oh, shit. Uh Uh-huh. And then I think I know I, where you're going with this. I, <laughs> I like I liked him back, and I was like, "You are literally the most disgusting person I have ever met. I hate you with every fiber of my being. Why did you super like me?" And he was like, "Cause you're hot." And I'm like, <laughs> like I had so much like pain just from him saying that. Cause ugh, it made me so mad. But yeah, I have that's this. The one thing that I Tell me if you think this is true, because I think this is just spot on. But it might be different since I, I want a girl's perspective on oh, this. Oh yeah, I think it's a form of flattery, maybe. If a girl super likes you, but if a guy super likes you, I kind of think it's creepy, maybe. Um, it really depends. I I don't really remember the guys that super liked. I, I normally would not like them back if they super liked me. Yeah, same here. So. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I actually I, super I, liked I, a couple guys, though, and I I never used it because I thought it was weird. When was the last time you had Tinder? Um, last September. So, a while. I don't think the update came, but uh, I'll ask anyway. So, do you ever get this notification when you're swiping on a couple guys and it's like you, and Tinder brings up a notification when you swipe right? But then it reverses it back and then it says, usually this profile has a super like. Do you want to upgrade your chance of getting to know this person by sending them a super like? Did you have Tinder then? Or no? I, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, they, they just added that. Like a, It's been months now, so I can't remember when they did it. But it's just so annoying. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, no, I'm not going to super like. Because, I mean, you're just I'm just decreasing my chances at this point, you know? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, I think the super like is weird. Yeah, I think but it's, Tinder is also weird. Like, Tinder's whack, man. I remember when I first got Tinder, I'm like, oh my god, I don't. I was so scared I was gonna meet like the love of my life on Tinder, and then you know I was gonna have to lie to my parents and everyone about where we met. But now that I know that Tinder is a fucking scam and it's dumb, I have no worries about Tinder at all. Uh, I talk to a lot of guys on Tinder, like just talk to them, and I. I think I genuinely liked, like, maybe five of them. Mm-hmm. But, um, if I were to meet up with them in person, like, I told them, like, if we were to get into anything serious, we did not meet on Tinder. And I told them that. And, like, they agree, obviously, but I don't think you're going to find your person on Tinder. I don't think so either. I think maybe Bumble or Hinge, but I, I, I've heard stories that they've that they found their love of life on tinder it's this girl that is two grades above us who just popped out a kid from a guy that you met on tinder oh yeah i'm like good for you Mm -hmm. and my viewers i apologize Uh, my mom's like steam cleaning the carpet and i'm (laughs) sure it is annoying you as much as it's annoying me i'm I'm not gonna lie it's really fucking annoying me (laughs) so i'm sorry i just had to get that out of the way because she she turns it off and i'm like oh then she'll turn it back on again, and I just, yeah. like, creep up. Does she up. not know that we're talking right now? I don't think she cares. Oh. 
Okay. So, <laughs> I mentioned this last podcast, but my mom's been a rock star because we renovated this entire room that we're in right now, mm-hmm. and we totally didn't have to. Yeah. I was like, listen, like, I just need some quiet place to talk. And she's like, well, why don't we do it in the kitchen, the living room? And I'm like, you can see where that'd be a problem, right? Like, yeah. how's that going to work? Because everyone's out there right now. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We're in this room. The door is closed, and we can still hear everything. Yeah. So she she's just a rock star because she let me do this. But yeah. she also works in here, so we kind of mm-hmm. share it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I didn't tell her, like, you were coming over. She, like, an hour before you came over, mom's like, so what are you doing for us tonight? I said, well, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. She's like, you need to, like, tell me these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Which I definitely should have. But in my defense, there's so many people that I say that they say they're going to come on and then they cancel. Mm-hmm. And then we have to do the next day or next week. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just tough because I don't know how reliable some people are, yeah. you know? Because some are just fucking flakes. Like, I've scheduled a podcast with them three times, and then they all rescheduled, right? Mm-hmm. So it's tough, but I can't complain. If I just have a steamer going in the back, then that's fine. But yeah. I think she's like, you just need to let me know because I need to work in here. And I was like, I'm sorry. So I just I just don't think she gives a shit at this point, which I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah, but it's definitely fucking distracting. Oh, my God. I, wait, 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 what were we talking about again? Tinder? Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, it's, Tinder is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first got it, I was like, yes, I'm going to meet the love of my life, or at least I'm going to, like, get another body or two, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, I was only, like, two goal, years yeah. ago, but that's how naive I was. Like, well, I can have my body. This is just how I used to think, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not to say I'm fully mature now, but I'm definitely, I feel like I'm mature, like, each day and then as a year goes by when you it's like that's cool thing about new year's for me is that i can look back on last january it's like well how have i evolved how have i bettered myself and there's usually like a lot of good things i can look at you know and you know i don't remember which year it was maybe it was two years ago where i was like well it's weird to say but guys sex isn't everything Mm -hmm. and it's also this is also what i hate about high school or at least hanging out with a lot of boys is that your body count matters so much on yeah. them. It just, it just fucking doesn't. Yeah. I remember I was trying to up my body count so much for just no fucking reason, just to mm-hmm. show off to the boys. So mm-hmm. naive. So dumb. Yeah, like, even I was thinking about that, like, just as an experience kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, people get weirded out by it, too. They're just like, ugh. Why, 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 <laughs> why, why are you with that many people? Like, one of my friends has been with, I think, it's 18 people, and all of my... I think I know who you're talking about. What? Oh, I thought I thought I knew who you were talking about. I'm sorry. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, Probably actually. not. But, um, yeah, and then, like, all of my other friends are, like, at, like, six, maybe, or lower than that, or something, but, um... Oh, wait, and then there's another person who's at, like, 25. So... I don't know. Like, it, it's really just whoever. But. You know, and I've. I just. I am a big fan of competition. I am a very yeah. competitive person. Mm-hmm. But to get. To get hung up on shit like that is just the childish thing ever. It's the most childish thing ever. And I think the same way about alcohol, because I used to think the same way about that. It's like, 
I'd be like, yeah, bro, I can fucking have a drink. You just watch me, you know? You definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> you called. You were called the tank in high school. I was called the tank in high school. I'm not yeah. anymore. I'm a fucking lightweight. Oh. Well, I'm yeah. definitely a tank now. Oh, I'm not. I... I just cut down drinking a lot. So, yeah, I, honestly, like, yeah. three or four beers will kind of get me fucked. <laughs> Good. That's cheaper, too, so. It is. Yeah. But, you know, you look back on it, and, you know, some of my friends are like, yo, yo, like, let's let's go shot for shot. Like, I bet I could out-drink you. And I'm like, I don't think we should make this a competition, because that's when things... You could die. You could die, you know? Like, some... Especially if you go toe-to-toe with someone that you know, we'll just keep going, then you're trying to keep up, you're either going to black out or both end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I think drinking is the dumbest fucking competition ever. And when people are like, I bet I can out drink you, I was like, I don't, I don't encourage you to, but you do you, boo. Or when people keep track of shots just as like a flex or something. Yeah, like or yeah, they yeah, and they like put on Like I arm. understand that if they're trying to like make sure that they don't get too fucked up or sure, something like fuck that. Because yeah. I used if, to do that. If like... I just remember in high school, like, we would always be like, yeah, I had, like, ten drinks last night. I'm so freaking cool. Yeah, for real. Or, what? like, I smoked so much weed. I had, like, four straight bowls. Like, <laughs> just like, dude, stop. Yeah, for no real. No one cares. Seriously, no one gives a shit. And even if I did, I'll forget about it the moment I'm done with this sentence, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah. Yeah. There's so many comments with the dumbest stuff it's just really immature at this point for real yeah so yeah that's what that's a good thing about news is that you can like evaluate yourself hopefully it's for the better and if it's for the worse then you got another year to improve on it you know Mm yeah i i don't know i don't i don't think there could be any more background noise i just don't you just cut that part out oh i don't know how to cut that out um or at least without cutting out this entire conversation, I'll have to look up another YouTube video mm-hmm. to figure that out to mm-hmm. see if it's... I bet it's possible to limit some background noise, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll have to look it up, but thank God for YouTube. Yeah. Because I taught myself how to, you know, first of all, install this podcast equipment, how to set it up, and how to basically record it and stream it, because it was not an easy task. It mm-hmm. is... Now looking back on it, but I ran into so many fucking potholes and problems, and it was, oh my god, it was so annoying. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm not an expert, but I at least know how to do it now, you know? How long are your podcasts normally? I don't have a limit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. My last one was three hours and 15 minutes. Who was that with? Jake Giddens. And what's funny is I meant that to be short because the one before that was two and a half hours and I was like, geez, that was kind of long, you know? So I wanted to keep it short. I was like, Jake, let's just keep this to like 90 minutes, maybe even 60, but I was, I was mainly going for 90. Ends up being three hours and 15 minutes. So what me and Jake do, I have him on every 10 episodes and we play Barstool and answer the internet questions. Mm -hmm. They're like really fucked up questions. Mm -hmm. And we end up only answering like seven and the rest was just like some deep shit like... Like, like, like what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah, but I think I'm ready to wrap it up if you are, because I got to yeah. pee again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, fair. yeah, I don't want to deal with any more background noise. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. sweet. Yeah, thanks for talking with me, Danny. It was fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Goodbye.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Under the Sun. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word. You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace.